Joe, on a scale of one to ten, how drunk are you right now? Mm, five. Hmm. Oh, I expect easy. I expect it much worse. This is being recorded on St. Patrick's Day. Hey, March seventeenth, the day the patron saint of alcoholism came back to life. Yeah, I think that's how the story goes, right? And he bestowed alcoholism on all the little boys and girls of Ireland. Of Ireland. Yeah. Ugh. Irish Jesus. That's what he's called, right? Yeah. <laughs> Locally, that is not out here, not in Canada, in the in the colonies. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jesus, do we, so. This is on YouTube. No, somewhere. No, iTunes this is a podcast. This is just for me, Ben. So it's just yeah. <laughs> we record this purely for our own pleasure and nothing else. So it's pretty much just business as usual, like business as usual. Okay, I need to business. <laughs> That's a good word for it. <clears throat> quote unquote 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 infinite quotes yeah um it's gonna be long and as usual i'm sure we'll just vi- like have an endless battle for who is the real host of this show mm-hmm. because you know, not gun it's uh it's really hard to say what was that show not gun. not not gun yeah which is the opposite what? of shotgun mm-hmm. yeah you never heard that no. right no no nope take it neat Okay. Take it, uh, use what it. What would we say here, Ben? Shotgun, and then you, what? Well, you would say nothing. Uh, what, say why, nothing. why would you even burn the calories to say no? Exactly. Not gun is the shotgun of I don't want to do things, which means I say mm-hmm. it more than shotgun, I'm going to be honest. Hmm. Man, the, there are sure a lot of... Yeah. Hmm. I was thinking while I was playing a video game, which I won't say. I don't want to just jump it, but I was thinking about just the how dumb... English is because in Canada, because in Canada or in the United States, a beanie, you know, they call it a beanie, right? Yeah. And they're like, and then here we call it a toque. What? That sounds racist. A toque. T o q u e. A toque. Oh Jesus. And then the Americans think it's pronounced took, which is just (laughs) took. Hilarious. Mm -hmm. Toque. I have never heard that before, and I've been around too much American TV to say I've never heard the term. Well, no, it's a Canadian thing. Okay. That's why you don't hear it very often. Yeah. Anyways, I, shot. Do you, I could hear? I could see shot. Not. No, it's like shotgun. shotgun I, not, come on, you can't. But I've never, I've never heard not gun. I, I think here people will just want, won't say anything. It's yeah, good, right? Don't though. want to be it. That's good, right? Not gun. That's it play is. On, play uh, on it's words. Clever. It, it's, it's clever. And I mean, it. I, it would be better if it was yes gun and no gun or something or yep no, gun and not. Shot and not. Shotgun. Is it rhythmic, you know. Yeah, shotgun and not gun is like. I'm sure if it's. Like, if it was something that was around when we were kids, James, and then, like, yeah, it's a brilliant idea, and anything else would seem silly. I was never a child. <laughs> this is true as well. Yeah, it's true. That is true. true as well. yeah. Don't you know this? <laughs> James, he was never a child. He was born at the age of 48. He's Benjamin Button. Yeah. Yeah. No, no, I'm just... This is why he profoundly hates Nintendo. <laughs> exactly. Uh, no, I, uh, this is the first normal record, normal podcast we've done since 1983. Yeah, 
Um, good year. Good year. Let me check way. my folders here, my records. Mm-hmm. This is episode. Yeah. This is. Uh, I think so. Episode twelve. Yep. Really? Fuck it up. And actually, this is not the first one of the year. It, we did. We released one on January fourth. Oh. Um, so there you go. January. This is the, the first podcast in over t- <laughs> over two months, three months. Yeah. Two months. Two months. And boy, how do you have some things happen in that time? Yeah, they really oh have. My God. Um, it's been so much. Yeah. I mean, I don't even know where to start. Well, I think for I was going to say before we even start, is there anything else to talk about? Is there anything like any exciting life developments or move? I don't know. It's something um, other than video games. I've played like 40 hours of The Division 2 in like six days. So I don't want to think or talk about video games. Ever I think again. Ben got engaged since the last podcast, I think. I got engaged over Christmas. We did yeah. no, we did, well, yeah. Right? Well, supporter supporters on the Facebook page would know that I've got engaged because we discussed <sighs> how we're all meeting for the first time this year. Uh, well, to. congrats, Ben. Yeah, I suppose. Thanks, man. I'm excited yeah, I'm for you I'm... to um, have sex for the first time soon. I am so nervous about <laughs> finally uh, deflowering we'll finally myself. Finally, take the abstinence <laughs> ring off. I am so 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 nervous. <laughs> And, I'll, uh, I'll be there for you, I dude. Hope. I'm gonna hold your hand. Uh, Where does my vomit go when uh, I'm the, when I'm in the coital? Joe act? will be holding the silver puke bucket. I'm, I'll me. be okay. there for you, dude. Thank you. Yeah. You, you. Pa- pass that my way. <laughs> okay. I know. What I I'm feel. Doing. I take possession of my place on April first. I feel much more comfortable. You t- oh, what, you, you're moving into your spot April first? No, I take possession of it on uh, April first. Forcefully uh, or. Yeah, forcefully. Yeah, okay. I'm bringing guns. Oh, as, as you would. Kicking the door down. SWATs coming to help me take it over. Nice. Yeah. Mm. We'll throw all their furniture onto the side of the road because they don't deserve to live there anymore. That's how they do it on the West Coast. Y- yeah, I mean, yeah, what, pretty much. West Coast, Beast We're Coast, a militant you know what they say? group out here. <laughs> exactly. <sighs> Other than that, I think every day just happens. Every day is just a blur of monot- monotony. Yeah, and, and monogamy, mediocrity. <laughs> <laughs> and, <monogamy. laughs> and misogyny and celibacy <laughs> wow that was too real for me i'm gonna be honest and, Ke- and kevin spacey no oh, no oh. you know Uh-oh. the most exciting thing that's happened since our last podcast was that kevin spacey video that came oh, out man. <laughs> that thing is so fucking creepy I'll yeah be frank oh fuck oh uh. That, I don't even want to talk about that shit. Just the fact that, that, that video, the optics of that video coming out the same day that he got fucking sued to shit, like, yeah, oh, it's so gross, so good. I'm on board with it though. Yeah. I'm on board with it. Like, people got to get weirder. It. Just let people get weirder. Indeed, uh, you know, maybe a little less like sexually abusive would be good. Yes. But I'm all for more just, weirdness. Yes. Less yeah. hate. Less hate. More weird. Exactly. That was something else. I watched First Performed last night. That was weird. Yeah, my friend was talking about it today, and he wasn't... I loved it. wasn't a fan, and I wouldn't call him I, I a can, film I can critic that. either. <clears throat> I can understand that. It's definitely not a movie for most people, but I loved it. First Performed Ethan Hawke is, is such a good actor. The uh, chronol- cr- chronicling of my experience as I come to the precipice of marriage to perform first for the first time. <laughs> Oh no! Wait, wait, wait! I'm confused. First performed oh. is great. I was thinking of First performed... Triple Frontier. Uh-huh. That's what I was thinking of. Oh yeah, I watched that as well. B- because yeah, you just told me like a few days ago you watched Triple Frontier. Right. 
Triple so. Frontier is the dumbest name for a movie, and that's like that <laughs> yeah. says a lot. I don't know what three frontiers they're talking about either, yeah. because it's like yeah. Yeah, it's America fun. and Colombia, and then uh, Iraq. I don't know. <laughs> what a dumb. You know what the worst part about that movie was? They hired Disaster Piece. Who's that? Okay. Who's a fantastic composer? Uh, he composed Hyper- the music for Drifter. Fez, Hyperlight Drifter, and It Follows. Oh, oh, It Follows. And yeah. they hired him for that movie, and it has the most generic action movie score I've ever heard. Oh, yeah. In tandem with like nine licensed music songs, and that's oh. it. It's cool that he has and a. At the end, it's like scored by Disaster Piece, and I was like, "What?" It's cool that he has a portfolio across video games and movies. <clears throat> you don't really see mm. that crossover very often. Mm. Yeah. But like he's got such a unique sound, and they, uh, you would have no idea that he scored that movie. Rip. It was, it was bad. It's, it's on Netflix. His other, it's too bad because the director's other shoe movies, um, Margin Call with Kevin Spacey. Oh yeah, Margin Call. And uh, Most Violent Year are both excellent. Um, Wait, what was the second, what was the second one? Oh yeah, a Most Violent Year. A most, a most Violent Year. Oh Oscar yes, Isaacs. that's on my list to watch. With who? It's good. It's not with Oscar Isaac's again. Right. Who, who is also good. Oscar Isaac was the only one in that movie who seemed like he had any idea what was going on. <laughs> <laughs> ben Affleck was, like, so confused the whole way through. He's like that. Oh, Oscar Isaac takes control in every fucking movie, like, whether it's Star Wars <laughs> or Dusa. He's a pro. He's a yeah, really good Machina. actor. Like, yeah, yeah, he just, yeah, he's such a pro. <clears throat> ben Affleck, not a pro. No. 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 Neither is Charlie Hum... 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 Hummus. From... Charlie Hummus from Sons of Anarchy and who's the other guy? The guy from Tron Legacy is in it, and those guys aren't very good actors. Oh, oh the, the young vague. man? The young man from yeah, Tron whatever. Legacy? Young man! Yeah, the the, the main <laughs> star of Tron Legacy, whatever his name is. Tr- that Tron guy. boy. <clears throat> Mr. Tron. That's, that's Tron. That's Pedro Pascal no, is in no, it No, Mr. Well. Tron's his father. <laughs> oh, you're right. You're right. <laughs> Senior Tron. <laughs> Mr. Tron is Flynn. <laughs> Pedro Pascal is in that movie. He's good as well. I like him. He's a very likable, likable actor. He doesn't really do anything in that movie, but what did I just? Anyways, don't watch it. Netflix movies are bad. Yes. Turns out ninety nine. Pretty much of them all are movies trash. are bad, except for I watched First Reformed though. It was pretty that good. That is good. It's a good film. <laughs> Free Solo was good, and Into the Spider Verse is good. And those were the only good films I've seen in six months. Captain Marvel wow. was really good. Man, I really don't want to watch Captain Marvel. <laughs> is that yeah. honest? Yeah, yeah. I, everything I've seen about the movie looks terrible. It's too bad. It's really good, especially Brie Larson's performance. She just looks so. That's. I completely disagree. Off put. I don't know. I, I. She nailed it. She was not overly like. She did not cheese <clears> it. <throat> Every clip I've seen of her seems like she's doing it with like disdain for the whole thing. No man, I think. Oh man, no. I think she crushed it. I was worried she was going to be like too extra or too cheesy, but no. She she <clears> was <throat> like calm and and like she was very understated the whole movie. Which was, yeah, a big surprise. Is anyway, it important for Endgame? Do I have to watch it? The yeah, well, there's a reference to the <laughs> present in the uh, in the in the uh, after credit scene. There's ah, a reference. There so I can there's just watch an, the, Okay. Yeah, there's an there's a re- spoiler. She's going to be the one that comes from nowhere and saves the day in Endgame, yes. and it's going to ruin the entire ten year thing that they've been working towards. <laughs> no. You can't ruin it. 
No, they can't ruin something I don't care about. <laughs> That's what I was going <laughs> to say. <laughs> You're right. Can't ruin a perfectly like good Infinity War, but like I also don't care if they fuck it up because Infinity War was a good standalone movie. They won't fuck. It will just be perfectly fine. <clears throat> fine. Yeah, you're right. Well, you're Jameson right. will have edited this down, uh, but it's, we've been discussing movies now for about three and a half hours. Should we talk about <laughs> video games? <laughs> we talk- oh, I also watched the. Pur- I told this to Ben. And I watched the Purge for the first time. The first oh, Purge movie. Yeah, it is fucking terrible. Uh, I haven't seen any of them. Don't bother. Yeah. Maybe they get better when they get more money. I don't well, know. Well, horror movies have got good. It was bad. I want to watch the second one because it takes place outdoor. Like, it, they're on the move. Yeah. As opposed to in a yeah. house. Like, it's just, it's, like... It's a great concept. The first, yeah. like, 15 minutes have, like, this... They, they present themselves like it's going to be this amazing sort of satire. And then it's just the most pathetic, yeah, sad nothing of a movie after that. Because it's a Blumhouse movie and they film... For like six days, for like a twenty thousand dollars, yeah, with four actors in a house, and then they make seventy five million dollars off their movie because nice. everyone are idiots. And uh, Did you watch a uh, Bird Box? <clears throat> no, no, I'll never watch. I, that I refuse movie. to watch Bird Box. <laughs> oh, okay, no worries. Well, like, it looks, it looks exactly the same. They're out in the woods and they're in a house, right? Like that's it. Just saying, because one of the main actors was spotted uh, in my town today. My friend found him. And he <gasps> said he looked hungover as shit, and he was carrying a bottle of champagne. And I was like, "Hell yeah!" <laughs> hmm. It was who was what's it? her name, right? It, it was her. It was it was not Sandra Bullock. It was Sandra Bullock herself. It was Julia Roberts right? herself. It was Bert Thomas something. Mm-hmm. John Malkovich. He was in Tom oh Hollander. My. Oh, yes. I love Tom. Hollander. It was Tom Hollander. He was in my town. Yeah, today. Oh, he definitely is a drinker. <laughs> yeah, he was hungover down the road somewhere today. Wait, th- there's an actor named Tom Hollander. Yeah, he was yeah. in. Um, he's a great, great character actor. So there's Tom he, Holland, and then there's Tom Hollander. He's like yeah. the villain in several of the Pirates movies. That he was. He was, uh, he was he's in, been um, in loads of stuff. What's that rom com? British rom com. Yeah, about time. He's in. He was great in About Time as like the drunk yes. house, the drunk uncle. That's right. He's a great actor. He's oh, a very man, about, versatile oh, about actor. Time. Oh, bud. I thought you were gonna say you saw your friend saw John Malkovich. Oh that no! No, I would have run out trying to find drunk John Malkovich. Are you kidding me? I yeah. I also, I watched a thing about, I was watching a, a thing uh, with about Bird Box just last night, and I was and I was thinking, Sandra Bullock looks more and more like Michael Jackson every day. <laughs> she does. She actually does. And I can't unsee it. That thought came to my head, and I realized now I'm never going to be able to unsee that, because like her facial structure and nose just yeah. gets more and more Michael Jackson every time yeah. I see her. And it's, I am alarmed to have had that thought. Leaving Neverland never with Sandra Bullock. Oh Oof. no! <laughs> I haven't seen that, but <laughs> I haven't either. I don't want to. Sarah, Sarah was asking me if I wanted to watch it, and um, <clears throat> Ish and the R. Kelly one, and I was like, no. Like, yeah, like no, a, I, 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 I believe I, I believe the survivors. Like I don't. I, oh yeah, like you don't need. To I don't prove need to. to yeah, I don't need to. I don't need Probably a diddler. It's yeah, kind of like um, Netflix just released a eight-hour <clears throat> season on the Madeline McCann thing. You know, the girl went missing, British girl, oh, really. yeah, Portugal, yeah, yeah, yeah. very famous yeah. missing oh, case sure. thing where the parents were very yeah. suspect. Spoilers, the parents murdered her. Very family. much they were involved somehow. Yeah. And it's like, yeah. uh, I, I feel like Netflix are getting a little bit manipulative and they've done really well with them making a murderer and they're yeah. just mm. shit, like shoveling out these serial killer things people love true crime yeah there was something recently i don't know if you got this on canadian netflix but there was a movie and a documentary released at the exact same time 
about it was about this guy called John, and it was called Dirty John. Dirty John, and it yeah. it had a film and a documentary yeah. at the same time, which is really bizarre. No, no, that was a TV no, a show. show. That was That's the Eric Bana show. Was like a nine episode show. Yeah, it's got Eric Bana. Yeah. Oh wait, that was a show. Yeah, that was a like yeah like dramatized TV okay, so show, a, and then they did the documentary. Yeah, but for yeah. me on Netflix, they came out at the exact same time, so it was really weird to have two yeah. formats of the same story. Well, so they, I, they did I watched that with the, the Ted Bundy shit too, because it seemed like they released like three or four different Ted Bundy things all on the same fucking day. Like it was National Ted Bundy Day. Let's celebrate. Yeah, it, it just feels like yeah, like, like almost the a Bundy declassifying things <laughs> just initially being released to the public, but it's not. It's yeah. really weird. <laughs> and then I watched the movie, and it was really not that interesting hmm. it was just like a guy who's a bit shady he stole drugs from a hospital and he was a bit aggressive and violent and nasty and that was it hmm. i was like oh wow. horrifying actually had a good ending i, won't I have it. chills the ending was pretty fun <sighs> netflix is a dumping yeah shit. netflix has been apostle yeah. was terrible and that depressed me greatly mm-hmm. uh, buzz saw sucked yeah it's just <sighs> polar was garbage <laughs> Polar fucking Christ. That pissed me off. That made me really mad. Oh man. God, I was so mad. And Mad was in it for 50 minutes. Fuck, I was furious. It's okay. He'll be in Death Stranding. Yes. <laughs> yes, and Arctic. I want to see Arctic. Arctic seems good. Arctic is apparently good. Yeah. That was made by I, a YouTuber. Or ex YouTuber, really? as I say. Uh, Mystery Guitar Man from years and years ago. If you don't know him, I don't blame <laughs> you. Really a bit of an, Joe Penna. Yeah, so we have an ancient YouTuber from the olden days. Yeah, hmm. yeah YouTuber gone What's his name? Uh, made that movie about the girl in high school that's apparently really amazing. Oh, um, yes. Bo Burnham made Eighth Grade. Bo Burnham. Yeah. yeah. Which I haven't watched because I don't I'll know if I can that. relate to a young girl in high school with social yeah. media. Yeah. But apparently it does what yeah, it's but, supposed <clears> to do very well. Yeah. But I don't know. Yeah, that's cool. I don't know that's if I can relate twist. to that type of shit. That's but I will say school seems like a fucking nightmare nowadays. Yeah. School is always I kind of, bad. Um, yeah. But well, imagine school now, yeah. for us, but now with social media and mobile phones and Instagram. And sexting, baby. God, it seems like oh a nightmare. Oh, my God. Did you see? You probably didn't see the news. Maybe you did. Um, Corey in the house. <laughs> yeah. Corey from Corey in the house being sued for sending sex to a 13 year old oh what the hell man not Corey (laughs) and isn't that so Raven isn't she also like gone off the deep isn't she like a crazy person as well I don't don't, don't know what is Disney giving to these kids meth Raven Simone I remember there was something some weird story I should probably her name was actually Raven (laughs) yeah (laughs) well there you go Kyle Macy that was Corey yeah Yeah. his name real name not Corey Oh. That's the most disappointing. Wow, that is disappointing. His <laughs> real name's Kyle. Because when you're that Damn. famous, you know, options are options are out there, dude. So when you're... <laughs> <sighs> anyway. <Or> Disney. <laughs> video games, boy. Video Corey games. in the house. Jesus. There's less That's pedophiles it. in video games. <laughs> Sorry. Well, that well, we know well. of. For Sorry. Now. For now. For now. I don't know, Randy Pitchford doing his best oh, to, for fuck's sake. to to claim that title. God. <sighs> so I'm glad we're not gonna talk about that because that was a really gross article hell. to read. So how about Apex Legends, guys? New video game. Uh, uh, start off big. Start off with the one everyone's playing and now slowly tapering off from. Yeah. Already. 
I, uh, uh, jumping ahead to say <clears throat> the tapering off thing, but that's been something I've noticed a little bit recently. Yeah, and I think it's funny. I was just, you know, with this resurgence in like role playing s games, it feels like we're at a time now where it really doesn't matter what games people are playing. It's about the who's playing them. Well, are we just judging that on what we see on YouTube and Twitch based on the actual player base of how many people are playing these games? Spoilers, Apex is doing fine. Yeah, <laughs> oh yeah, Apex is doing, like, Apex is doing extremely This yeah, is more like, talking about who watches the games and plays them. Well, yeah, sure, yeah. yeah. I don't know. Twitch, Twitch is weird. But Apex, I definitely think it has fallen a little uh, stagnant in the last, like, week or two just because... It's not the it's not the deepest game. It's not mm. it's a fair it's almost a little shallow, but in a way that makes it like that's why it's good. Yeah, it's already perfect. Like it's so well executed that like how do they improve yeah. on that beyond adding and I think content? It's also not like the most exciting game to watch because it's basically just like TDM over and over again. Yeah, again. yeah I couldn't figure um, out why I wasn't that into watching it because out of all the BRs I found it the <laughs> most fun to play. But watching yeah, it, yeah. I just Easily. found it... Maybe because the stakes aren't that high, which makes yeah, it absolutely yeah, fun to play, in my opinion. Yeah, yeah for oh, sure. Yeah. PUBG always feels think, more dramatic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think there's like a, there aren't really things in the game that result in storytelling, which is fine. Yeah. Uh, like, PUBG has stakes. You know, it's like a 30-minute match. The movement is fucking terrible. The shooting is fucking terrible. The net code is fucking terrible. Anything can go wrong at any time, and it'll be like, oh, I just wasted 25 minutes. And, so you know, multi-kills are rare. Mm-hmm. And then Apex is just like, you just land and fucking slay for 10 minutes, and then the game ends, mm-hmm. and you're like, oh, I won. Like, that was I easy. haven't that was fun. got to play much of it because it's been crashing for me. <laughs> Sick. <laughs> yeah. So, basically, it's just your guys' experiences with the game. But have you found yeah. it to have as much variance time and time again as games like PUBG? No. And why is that? I think I think it's the most fun multiplayer game I've played since Titanfall 2. Yeah. yeah. Which is not surprising. Mm. Uh, it's the most enjoyable BR, uh, but it is not deep or no, particularly it's, emotional. It's very, if that it's makes very, sense. very snackable. Yeah. yeah. Whereas, I don't know. There were. Part of PUBG's, I was, I was going to say charm, but charm is the wrong word. Part of PUBG's longevity for us, I think, was the fact that it, you'd go like, you'd play like 10 games and like nine of them would be absolutely terrible. And then the 10th one would be amazing. Yeah. And then, and that would, and that would be like a seven hour play session yeah. and to get that one good game. Whereas Apex, you play like, I, I play, if I play for like an hour on my own yeah. in, in, late at night. I'll have like a great time the whole time through, and I'll win at least one game. You get your you get your fix in sixty minutes. Yeah, you're, yeah and yeah, they're like, "Well, that was great." You're satisfied so much faster than than how far. Like respawn are the kings of making things that satisfy, yeah. right? Are you and saying then PUBG was just like a giant middle finger to you the whole time, and then every once in a while it would be like, "Ooh, I like where that middle finger just went." <laughs> <laughs> right? If you right. know what I mean. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I wasn't expecting that analogy, but there you go. Right. Yeah, I don't think any of us would have expected a middle finger <laughs> anywhere along those lines. That's, here we are. You know, I, that's PUBG man. for you, though. Are you saying Apex I think that's a perfect is analogy. too good for its own good? Is I think it detrimental to the longevity of the game that it's so efficient. I would say it's. Yeah, maybe. I would say it's it's the first like it's the first 
fast cycle br that we have mm. like like blackout was close but uh yeah. the, it has flaws as far <laughs> as it's like balance and meta goes but apex is so well thought out as far as like it, it you don't need a lot of loot to be able to fight anybody whereas like PUBG, you absolutely need decent loot to like in order to hold your own in a fight but like with apex you don't so you're ready to fight a lot faster and at this point half the teams are already dead anyway like it's just so yeah. so much of a faster cycle compared to like okay we got to loot up a PUBG. like no we cannot go get in that fight just hot, fresh hot out of the gate with just guns like we have to bunker down get our heals get our grenades like get our ammo make sure we got the right weapons we want but whereas like apex there's a small enough amount of weapons where you just pick one up and you're like yeah like these are all relatively the same and so yeah you're pretty much ready to go no matter what in apex which yeah i think is like i i would not say it's a it's a bad thing in the grand scheme of things but i i think it's it's it certainly makes it it's yeah, a game less that i suspect like like yeah continues to sort of do perfectly fine on twitch because it's not the most exciting to watch yeah. with spikes obviously when new stuff comes out but then i think it'll be like the game that, like everyone will just keep playing it regardless of their of whether or not they're watching it because it is maybe like a overwatch like, type game kind of well like i mean more like the public like the masses um like it's going to remain very popular <clears throat> for a long time because it's just so distilled <clears throat> down into like Everything about this is just to make like the most efficient and enjoyable BR experience you can have. Yeah. And it's like 12 minutes long. Like 12 minutes for a full game is insane. 12 minutes is like barely enough time to get looted in PUBG. <laughs> like yeah. that's what I'm saying. I'm not even kidding. Like we would spend like nearly 15 minutes looting in PUBG before Jesus we were ready to like fully Absolutely. fight. Absolutely. Fucking PUBG. And games now of Apex like Vis and Doc and everyone were having like 9 minute games on Friday. Like that's that's a TDM match. Yeah. Like that's how long a TDM match is. So, but I think it's just the most distilled and simple and most enjoyable BR out there. And I, I think like yeah, it might not be reflected in the Twitch numbers so much, but like the the general public, I think, is like absolutely devouring the game and so thirsty for more stuff to do mm-hmm. in it. Mm-hmm. Hence the battle pass. So I mean, fifty million players. Yeah, <laughs> yeah and that was like two weeks mm-hmm. ago now. So. I'm interested to see once again. Yes, so. I'm, I'm, I am really interested to see what's next for the BR genre, and do we need any more? Like we just like because <laughs> yeah, yeah. we're fucking we're about to get fucking Battlefield, which yeah. is like what a what a fucking joke. Where's my <laughs> resident Whoa, sleeper emoji? Where's resident sleeper? Where? Yeah, <laughs> but it's like, but it's yeah. It's just like why? Like 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 why? Like you're already so late. Yes. Like who? I think um, who fucking cares about it? Yeah, I think what's interesting is that it feels like there is room for these three BRs to sort of all coexist. Wait, what um, are the what are the three? PUBG, Fortnite, and Apex. Okay. Um, like PUBG is still massive. Yeah. Uh, not in North America, but it is still a behemoth. In in a lot of ways, potentially even bigger than Fortnite. Uh, but you just don't hear about it very much. Uh, like they have like what. What was it last summer? They said they had like 350 million mobile players or something. Like it's insane. Yeah, PUBG Mobile is massive. I'm actually not <coughs> really Mobile's sure massive. on recent Fortnite numbers. They're being a bit quiet since Apex. Yeah, it still gets like 800k concurrent players every day, uh, is it, which is PUBG? just insane. Uh, PUBG on on Steam, mm-hmm. right? And that doesn't even count like the Chinese yeah. market. Yeah, it's China that 800k is, is fucking humongous. Yeah. 
yeah so big that's 800 yeah like so they they probably anyway so they i think there's a like PUBG is not going anywhere fortnite is obviously not going anywhere and then apex i think fills the mark fills in like the 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 gap it's like here's the like insane game for sickos with PUBG. here's the like adhd game for 12 year olds on cocaine mm-hmm. and then here's apex which is just like yeah you know it's like team deathmatch have you ever played call of duty mm-hmm. yeah it's like that but even better and it's just easy and accessible and everything's snappy and quick and easy to learn and i i think I would have said maybe earlier that two was as much room as there is for like two mega BRs, but three now it's like, okay, there's definitely room for three. I don't know if there's room for four. I feel like Apex uh, is the end of this format. I feel like it's streamlined yeah. it. It's made it more efficient and easier to get into than yeah. ever before. Yeah. Like, why would we need another one after Apex unless you're doing something different? I really feel yeah. like with games like World War Z coming out and and the... and. I was gonna say Days Gone, but not really because I'm talking more about the cooperative experience. But I feel like there is gonna be a bit more of a shift into a role-based PVE mm, and, and cooperative. Like I really feel like I, I, you know what? I, I don't have high hopes for World War Z myself, but I feel like you know, I feel like those who like it will really like it, and I, I, I think it looks fun enough that. You know, it could scoop up a lot of casual people who yeah, just see yeah. see a co op co op horde killer game. Like, it just it seems like I don't know. It, it seems like it's it has a lot of good things going for it, and I'd be excited to see all, all the attention taper off of BR into more of a cooperative PVE, like small managing systems type thing. Not unlike Destiny. I'm just looking forward to innovation again. Because when yeah. did PUBG come out? 2017? Or was it late 2018? Yeah, two years ago right now. Yeah, and around that time, ago, we were man. starting to see people experiment with things. Escape from Tarkov. Yeah. What was that game me and you played, Ben? Um, hunt, hunted some... The, the Hunt? The Hunt. I, I, played that. I played that with you as well. Um, and there was something else around that time. Hmm. It felt like a very experimental time. And then yeah. everyone obviously dropped everything they were doing to make Battle Royale, which is fair enough. It's the biggest gaming trend since, you know, Call of Duty and Halo came around. Why would you not at least give it a stab? But, um, you know, it's been two years. I feel like the genre has been capitalized on by a lot of people and there isn't much space left. So hopefully yeah, it'd be fun to just see people experiment again. There's got to be ideas out there. And we were just starting to see the merging of PvP with PvE, which I personally think is a fun and interesting idea. And, yeah. you know, World War Z, I don't think it's going to take the world by storm, but it's just very casual looking. They mm-hmm. were also talking about a Gambit-like mode where you're fighting against other people while zombies are there. And I just, <laughs> even though the format hasn't really been perfected in any game where I'm like, mm-hmm. wow, this is the best thing ever. I definitely think the Gambit formula is interesting. Yeah, same like, same as the hunt. The hunt is mm-hmm, very similar. Yeah. You versus bosses with other players is, is interesting. I like the idea of like, um, I like the idea of like to to make it a PvPVE type game is like yeah. If you and your like you can always see like maybe it's two different paths, but you can always see the other team like working their way through the space, mm-hmm. and you can trigger things to slow or impede their progress or send zombies from your path over to theirs. Like yeah, th- those types of things where it can kind of be competitive and or a bit like against the clock or things like that. 
there's something there. I, I don't feel like Definitely anyone's there. done it right yet, but there's something yeah. there, I think. In, and we're talking about where does BR go? Like, where do we? Where are we going now that we're, like, tapped out of BR and Battlefield still hasn't put out their fucking... <laughs> Battlefield you know what? I think, um, I think BR goes uh, in the trash and Halo comes along and so does Dreams Man. and Mario Maker 2 Man, and we just play those yeah. instead. A lot of buzz. Like, a lot of people... <gasps> A lot of people in real life have, are stoked about Halo coming back. Halo's oh, yeah. back in a big way, and boy, how did it feel like? Does it feel like it? Just feels like it's bringing it all back. Mm-hmm. It feels like it's. It feels like everyone's kind of looking at each other, smiling. Like, yeah, it's all coming back. Like all of it. As silly as it sounds, like it's just, it's just Halo, and it can never be what it was then. Like, yeah, like we talked about during the uh, the flashback podcast, but like. Yeah, it'll it'll never be what it was then, but we're all kind of looking at each other like, you know what? We got a lot of resources now. Maybe it will be. Like, maybe it will be. Maybe communities will happen. Like, maybe it's just, I don't know. I think, yeah, there's, there's trepidation because we had that Halo is coming back feeling ever since Halo 3 ended. Yeah. I remember when Reach was coming out and we're like, holy shit, Halo's coming back. And then it happened with four. We're like, holy shit, Halo's coming back. Yeah. And then Master Chief Collection. And each time it was like a slow, or it was like a lesser yes. amount of time. Like Reach, I think, like Reach, I remember getting a good, like, probably close to a year out of Reach. Mm. And then Halo 4 was like. Two months, maybe. A month and a half. It was like Christmas break was like the last time I remember playing Halo 4 with anyone. Yeah. And then everyone went on Christmas break and then they came back and were like, man, fuck Halo 4. We're never playing it again. And then <laughs> and initial the MCC was like, this is it. This will keep us going for yeah. like ten years, and it was. And Halo Five, like a little bit again, um, good like three or four months of Halo Five. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I played that feverishly for like three or four months. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it was good. But yeah, I think so. There's just a bit next, of, like, of, uh, of reservation for me. I've just like I'm so <laughs> my senses and emotions are a bit blocked off when it comes to Halo coming back. But I still can't help but think that maybe this is it. Fourth mm-hmm. time lucky since Halo 3. Maybe, yeah. maybe it's back. You know, Especially the area the- of multiplayer games is so... <clears throat> it's, it's, I don't want to say it's regressed, but it's just... I was, I t- I was talking to Jameson the other day where mm. games have become so locked down in comparison to how Halo 3 used to be. It should be so open and flexible. You know, Halo, Halo 3 was like a PC game on console. Yeah. It, f- mm-hmm. it didn't have mods, need- but it might as well have had. It to be. Yeah. Or not that they needed it to be per se, but like it it needed to feel like a PC game for all the systems that it had. Like and they made it fucking work. Like they gave you a well done level editor and and c- custom file like custom share is still insane. Yeah, they did that on really a console is. perfectly with game modes, but also, screenshots, yeah. videos, everything. It also wasn't just like, hey, all you get is four V four Slayer. Yeah. <laughs> It was like there's a campaign and there are like nine different modes in multiplayer. That's the worst, probably the worst thing about something like Apex, even though it's free, so it's much easier to forgive. But it's like there's one thing in it and that's it. Yeah. It's like this is very good, but like I would play all sorts of different modes and variants. Mm -hmm. If it was like Overwatch where there's like here's a TDM version, here's a objective version, here's the BR playlist. Like I would play that. Yes. But instead, it's just like BR, 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 and that's all you get. And it's like, Because eh, that's a big problem fine. for me personally. I actually had a bit of a revelation when I played Apex. Because um, I wasn't really sure if I disliked BR or not. 
because I know I didn't like PUBG because of the pace. And mm-hmm. I was not interested in Fortnite because I didn't want to learn how to build like some fucking engineer chess master. I just wasn't really... Yeah. You don't like building an, an entire apartment complex. Yeah. And I don't at. want a, yeah. my win to be decided on if I can build better than someone else. So I was mm-hmm. like, do I just not enjoy PUBG or Fortnite or do I not enjoy BR? And after playing a couple of games, I just don't really like the genre of BR. Unfortunately mm. for me, I didn't mm. really know this until Apex, where when I play Apex, I'm like, the combat is the best I played in a Battle Royale game. But I'm still the guy who's kind of moaning when nothing's happening. Mm. I'm still that guy who's like, mm, could do with a fight right now. If this was a TDM, <laughs> yeah. I'd be having much more fun. Yeah. And, I, and I played a little alpha game on the Epic Store called Spellbreak. Uh, which is like a wizard yeah, BR yeah. game. And I felt the exact same. I was like, this combat is right. really cool. But every time I die, I have to just go back to a lobby and wait 60 seconds, then land again, and then get back into combat. And then I have fun and I die. Yeah, yeah. It's which like- makes it hard to learn too, or at least yes. like that's that's the most annoying part about like compounding your skills or like, yeah, compounding your knowledge on gameplay is you, there's such, there's no time to, immediately learn and apply mm-hmm. like you have to fucking like you get so much time to debrief that it all gets lost and in, in the loading screen yeah right? like, and i'm totally down for people to enjoy battle royale it's slow and tense and i know people who are competitive really enjoy that high stakes tension yeah. but it just seems really backwards to me and the way multiplayer has been going to just lock your game down to one specific game mode Right. When once you have the engine and once you have the combat, surely it's got to be reasonably easy. I don't want to say this confidently because I obviously don't make games. But surely yeah. it's got to be kind of easy to just take your game and just make new servers where you just spawn once you die. And it's a deep yeah. death match, right? Yeah, yeah, you can get... I mean, PUBG's right? done a death match, basically, right? Yeah. Like, and then, yeah, I remember, like, like I've, yeah, for me, it would, like, every now and then, I am just in a mood to try hard. It happened when yep. I played Halo. I used to go Halo, I play free-for-all, team deathmatch, play action sack, play all the stupid shit. And then, yep. like, once every two weeks, I would go, you know, ranked uh, free-for-all, lone wolves, and I would try hard. I yep. just have that that mood every now and then, but I am much more of a casual, yeah, I'm yeah. a casual multiplayer guy first, and yeah. every now and then the competitive move strikes me. But which is yeah. backwards for BR where it's really try hard. And I'm just not really in the mood for that very often. I just the lack of flexibility just seems very reductive and strange and backwards for where multiplayer games have been going. Mm. So yeah, fucking bring on Halo. I can't wait. A game mm. that is flexible. And it'd be really inter- interesting to see if they maybe make a playlist for the people who enjoy Battle Royale. I don't know. Who knows? Mm-hmm. Let's make sure the game works first before they make servers for 100 people. But yeah, bring back flexible multiplayer games. That's my end statement on all that shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I definitely think... I mean, this. Uh, I don't even want to say it because it'll get dated, I'm sure, in like three months. But it definitely does feel like BR Apex was like the last hurrah. And it's like... It feels like know, the there perfection was the, of the, the, the current formula. Like, they've done yeah. it. yeah. And there was, like, the MOBA wars, you know, in, like, 2012, 2013 with uh, League of Legends and Dota 2. And then there were, like, 19 other things that tried to get some of that. And then they all died off. And it was just LOL and Dota keep going forever. And that those have a huge player base. And they're very popular. And I feel like this is, like, all right, there's PUBG, Fortnite, Apex. That's it. Everyone stop. Please, like, we're good. Apex is 
the peak of it. It's the most honed down and distilled. Let's move on to something else because BR is getting a little boring. Mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, it's, but who knows? I mean, Battlefield's going to save it like, all. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Maybe. Yeah. Uh -huh. <laughs> who the fuck knows anymore? Jesus Christ, Battlefield. <laughs> what are launching, doing? launching solos first, duos in April, squads in summer. That's such a weird thing that's been occurring in multiplayer games. Just like locking it down to you can't play with friends until <clears> after. It yeah, comes because out. they're not done. Because they, yeah, because they're not done. The game's not finished. The game. like, yeah, it's ridiculous. Yeah, like the BR is out in one week, and we haven't seen gameplay of it yet. Yeah, we, well, absolutely fucked. I don't know. Like Battlefield has to be one of the most failed launches of a game i mean they sold you know like seven and a half million copies in the first below game, expectations is, sorry yeah. which is below expectations but still like that's a lot of copies yeah. um well no they had 7.5 million players which you know there's like the different xbox game pass mm, whatever fucking EA EA prim, shit. Yeah. but um you know that's still a respectable number but that game uh, that game has to be one of the most like failed games i've seen this generation in terms of just like marketing and launching yeah. your game in the most like convoluted or like pathetic way i've ever like remember the e3 thing joe where they were just like battlefield is coming out in november thank you goodbye yeah. and then it was like wait wait we haven't seen the game yet what are you doing get back on the stage it's like oh yes there will also be battle royale thank you goodbye and then we're and it was like huh and then the game is like oh we're releasing it like if you play if you buy it this way you get it three weeks early and if you buy it this way you get it a week early yeah. and and then and it's like oh we're not launching with the complete campaign and rush mode isn't there and oh we don't have tank customization and we yanked out half the player customization because the fucking losers on the internet complained about prosthetic arms in their World War Two game yeah. you fucking idiots and then it's just like the game came out and no one cared because of course they didn't care why would they it's like this unfinished battle like battlefield game which yeah. it's, it's like the seventh one this generation like which like they didn't <sighs> here's what here's what i love about it okay from their perspective like i am merely making assumptions as i normally do but i bet they were just like yeah we'll put out a battlefield game and they'll all just get the origin access premier gold deluxe ultra edition 20 dollars yeah. a month and then like that'll be fine and we don't really have to market battlefield and then Anthem yeah. rolled around, and they were like, we don't... They're just all going to play it on the same... And so, like, you're getting yep. these games that aren't done and aren't, like, fucking fully made and, and or anything. Yeah, they're not finished. And all they had... <laughs> like, and, and, like, I unsubscribe <laughs> from the service because even though i was like oh sick, i will get i will get to like i will get to experience anthem at a discounted cost and like battlefield 5 i'll want to keep up with that no i don't i really don't yeah. give a shit about either of those games anthem is yeah. not a video game at all like they had such an <laughs> the, easy the most win. tragic thing is that battlefield 5 gameplay wise is the best they've ever made yeah but like they didn't which is they, tragic they didn't they all they had to do was just walk the football into the end zone <laughs> Everybody else is so far away. You just gotta walk it in, bud. But they like Battlefield it so has hard. no competition, really. No, like, and but they've put out too many this generation, yeah. I think, uh, because there was. I mean, BF three to BF four was like two years, which was too fast. And we're going backwards. Then BF four was a broken clusterfuck mess for a year. Yeah. And then they put out Hardline, which no one played, and they put out two Battlefront games, which were both basically Battlefield, but are worse. Battlefield one was successful but fucking boring. Yeah. Battlefield 5 was boring and not successful. And that's like 
what six games this generation mm. yeah and they're all the same like if battlefield 5 had come out this fall it probably would have maybe done better because it would have been like complete but also like i don't know they just need to battlefield needs to take a break like yeah. take like five years come back with like a big huge you know a badass next gen modern day you know bring back helicopters and all that all the shenanigans that modern battlefield at least innovate because that was personally my problem. Is they they almost went back. Bring, bring back Levolution. Yeah. Why did bring they get rid of? Fuck's the, sake. The, I, I know it's a novelty, <coughs> but that's Whoa. just it. It's the only it's the only multiplayer game that has something like that. And you yeah. got rid of the only thing that makes your game unique for the sake of what? Like the game yeah, ran. Fun, yeah. Like, the sac- like the loss of Levolution or even the big cinematic set pieces in Battlefield One. It's like. They got rid of those, and then you'd think, like, oh, it means the maps are bigger, or there's, like, 100 players now. But it's like, no, we just got rid of those. Yep. And there's no replacement, uh, no justification yeah. for why they got rid of that stuff. And But EA, they just need to fucking let their developers finish their goddamn games before they force them out the door. Like, Mass Effect Andromeda was forced out the door to hit end of fiscal. Battlefield was forced out the door to make, you know... Q3 look okay. Anthem came out because end of fiscal. Yeah. Like it's, it's uh. so fucking suited up. Like it's so suited up. And EA and then th- one be- I EA saying we're not doing a press conference this year at E3 was like the first bit of good news I've heard out of EA in a long time. <laughs> it's like fucking thank God. I'm not going to waste my time yeah, again. Fuck that this entire generation, every EA E3 show has been so terrible. Yeah. Yeah. Square Enix couldn't they take finally a year off as well. Yeah, just like all right, we fucked up. We're mi- we're a bunch of pathetic losers we're not going to do a show this year what are they going to talk about like mm, here's some more anthem fucking dlc yeah, oh, here's the rest of battlefield 5 for you battlefield 5.5 yeah. the only thing that's they might have that's good this year will be both made by respawn because apex made by respawn with very little ea interaction and they have their star wars game coming out this fall which was made by respawn if they're not using Frostbite, thank fuck. God, and we don't have any uh, anything on that game, do we? No, that'll be their big E3 game. Is that real? Sure. Yeah, the Respawn game? Yeah, yeah. okay, it's real. It's really going to come out this year? Like, Don't you remember when they announced it last year by talking to Vince Ampella, who yeah. was just sitting in the audience, and they're like, hey, man, you've got a new Star Wars game coming out in like a year. And he's like, oh, yeah, I guess we do. Oh, huh? it was pretty awkward. <laughs> it was. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> uh, but if there's one studio that EA has that'll make a good video game, it's fucking Respawn. On the plus side, uh, boys, we do have some... There are some games out there that we can look forward to, which is kind of nice. God. Um, mostly just exclusively dreams, and and that's pretty much it for me, anyway. So I'm going to hop more Anthem the, DLC. I'm hopping off the... No, I'm just joking. <laughs> um, but yeah, like... I don't know. <sighs> it's 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 weird, this, this dry... Like, we're the peak of like there's so much to play but goddamn i just don't care about any of it (laughs) i don't know if i would agree i have shit all to play i'm gonna be honest i think it's my personal tastes though that just haven't really lined up with this part of the year which has been very um what's the genre for division and anthem i don't know what is good i mean there's been like it's only march 17th and we've had re2 yeah apex Astroneer, yeah. Metro, DMC5. Like, those are yeah. five... Even if you don't like Division or Far Cry or, you know, these other games that came out that weren't very good. 
or anthem but like five games in like seven weeks is pretty good yes uh, i mean I, I do like my you know my comfy 10 hour 15 hour action games yeah but they are sort of all shorter but then i'm a pig and they last me like three days so yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> can i have some fair. more can i have some more games please sir <laughs> i'm fucking out were there any um of the game were there any games that came out or you played in the last two months that we didn't talk about that you wanted to talk about because i had one and that's it um any, let me have a little any check game, any games that we played that we haven't talked about yeah like aside from the big easy ones like resident evil and apex and astronaut you know like yeah well i mean like i've, I've talked to you like i played the metro games like i'm playing metro oh yeah how did 2033 go yeah 2033 went very well and i'm i think i'm like over halfway through last light cool um, cool yeah, so and it's all going very well, and I get it now. Like it finally clicked with me, uh, which was really good. Like, not that there's much to guess, but I, I think I was finally just like, okay, I I understand the systems now. It's not as intricate as I thought it was. Like, no, yeah, because I, I twenty thirty three is the most complicated, and yeah, they all just get simpler from there. I would say, and so I was just, I'm really digging my time with it. Uh. Honestly, that sounds like uh, a negative. Honestly, not really. I went through a bit of a indie fiasco where I was trying loads <laughs> yeah. of stuff and nothing was clicking with me. I tried this new game called Peak Uniku, which is a new quirky... Oh, yeah. Yeah, you know. And I was like, eh, no. Too quirky yeah. and indie for me. Then I tried Lisa. You know Lisa? That like critically acclaimed yeah way too indie for my mood right now so fucking indie and then i tried oxen free <laughs> holy shit that's also very indie <laughs> don't you love yeah. teen dialogue though god and then i was like i need something overwritten teen dialogue oh and then i tried ape out with your monkey your big gorilla yeah yeah and play 30 minutes of it and i'm like i'm done forever <laughs> it's just is the same shit over and over again Good trailer. <sighs> and then there was this new game called The Occupation, but it was really buggy and broken. Uh, yeah. Ugh, I've played like... Triple-A video games. They've been taking over this yeah. for two months. Like, I'm usually an indie boy, and a lot of the indie stuff that's come out has been a bit of a mess or just not that interesting to me. I've just... Yeah. I'm, I've kind of hid in the Trials games. I was playing a lot of Trials Evolution, Trials Fusion... And me and Ben were going to play Trials Rising, but they didn't fucking release co-op. We've launched. Coming later as an update. Jesus Christ. <laughs> and I'm looking forward Games to it. I like I like Trials a lot. Trials is a great formula. But yeah. I, I yeah. wanted to play with people. That yeah. was... Uh, but no, I'll wait. I'll keep waiting. So I've... <laughs> I don't know. I've been playing fucking anything. I've been playing Devil well, May Cry on my second playthrough of that, but we'll talk about that in a re review. I think, Ben, you know how I feel about that, and Jameson, mm -hmm. you can probably guess how I feel about DMC, but review mm -hmm. for the yeah, listeners okay. coming soon of how I feel about DMC. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah. yeah. Uh, the only one that I have that I feel like we haven't talked about um, was Frostpunk, which I played. Yes. Oh, um, yeah. neat. Frostpunk came out last year and I played it for like a week in February in January. Mm -hmm. It was a good it's a good winter game because it's set in winter. It's set in like uh, Victorian era England like 1880, 1890 mm -hmm. and they basically enter an ice age and have to leave London 
And so it's sort of, you know, steampunky and uh, they live in like a crater Hmm. where they've set up like a giant coal generator and that heats them to stop them from all freezing to death. It's a city builder. It's a miniature city builder. Um, And it's very good. It was great. I played like 15 hours of it in a very short period of time. Mm -hmm. It's... uh, I like the idea of a city builder, but they're always just too complicated for me. Like uh, city skylines and, you know... Older SimCity games. I would. I played a decent amount of a older SimCity long, long ago, like SimCity 2000. Yeah, um, the best one. But I was a dumb child, and you know, if I look at it now, I realize that like there, you have to manage like plumbing and electricity and water oh, and roads, shit. and I like that stuff. But it's just, I think I'm just sort of over it and don't really need it to be so complicated anymore. I like the sort of layout and aesthetic. Um, of lay, like building a city, but I don't like all all of the management stuff. This does a good job of balancing it. It's pretty e- easy to get into because it's a small space. You're limited by space, mm-hmm. um, and you have and you build in concentric in, in circles, right? Because it's hmm. a it's a circular crater, and the coal generator is at the center of it, and the heat radiates out. So you build everything is built in circles, which is kind of cool. Okay, and uh, it's fun. It's pretty like systems wise it's pretty basic you have to manage heat and hunger and sickness and and then resources and that's about it uh which is pretty easy to manage Mm -hmm. um it's one of those games where it's sort of they they have like three story scenarios uh where you sort of play it through and it's like four or five hours to play through the story and then they eventually add an endless mode which was good to good to have for a more relaxed uh just build a giant fucking city um it's a good game at doing miserable. <laughs> Your type of game, mate. Because you like, because you send people out and they like work, you know, in the coal in the the coal mine or the sawmill, and then if it's the, the those are always out in the peripheral, like outskirts of the city, which is where it's coldest. So then they get frostbitten and they have to have their like legs amputated, and you need to like set up, Hell yeah, you know get an upgrade so that you can give your amputees prosthetic limbs and you know when you're running low on food you have to like start you can get a skill that's like or you enact a law basically that is like well we're gonna serve you soup mixed with some sawdust to to try and like make up for the fact that we have no food sounds like uh, um what's that movie snow piercer reminds me of that snow it is very much like snow piercer Yeah. yeah in terms of mood and, you know, it's like we don't have enough workers uh, because they're all sick and dying. So child labor is now a thing and everyone gets mad at you when you, when you do that. And <laughs> Wow. You can go down like two, two sort of skill trees, basically, which are like enacting laws. Um, and one of them is like big brother, like iron fist, like submit to the will of the leader, which is you. And you can the, the last perk in that skill tree is you are immune to the public's will and you're just like, I am the supreme nice. leader of this fucking city That's now. Cool, and actually. the other one is like, go down the religious route and religious persecution and all this oh. stuff. And, uh, so it's, I can, yeah. It's, it's got an edgy it's really, novelty to it. But it's got like, it's like it's a very a mean and miserable. It's, yeah, there's three story lore, scenarios. But, yeah. Yeah, there's a fair amount of, well, not a fair amount of story, but they do a good job of like fleshing out the world and what's going on. Um, Interesting. But there's yeah, the three story scenarios are good. They suffer a bit from the problem of like you play like halfway through it and then you realize you're completely fucked and you need to restart yeah, restart. Yeah. But that didn't bother me too much as sort of an element of mastering it and that but the the endless mode was most enjoyable just to build like a giant city. Mm-hmm. And uh Interesting. it does a very good job of just um 
just mainlining misery right into you. And it's like, this is, you know, the, the snowstorm's coming. It's like minus 50 degrees out and everyone gets fucking freezing cold. And if you don't have houses upgraded to have better insulation, like your sickness numbers just skyrocket. And it's hilarious. I, I like it when those it games really fall good. apart around you and everything goes Oh, wrong. yeah. They're my favorite. The shit falls apart so fast in that game. It's like one snowstorm hits and you run out of food and everyone's dying of starvation and freezing to death and amputees are everywhere and you run out of coal because no one can work in the mines and the children are dying. And Jesus. It's, just, it's really good. It was... It, it, it's I haven't played a city builder in years, and uh, it it was a very accessible, manageable city builder yeah. that I I greatly enjoyed. It looks really nice. It's got great art and great mood. That was very similar um, to when I got into um, Oxygen, not included, and I played like twenty right. hours, like three days or something stupid. Yeah. Once you get into those, similar. once it gets your it's hooks into you, it's whew, yeah. They get you Have for you a little guys, while. Have you guys ever played the they like there are billions or whatever the fuck it's called? No, no I not yet. One day, I'm Seems curious good. to try it once it's out of early mm. access. Yeah, people really like it. Yeah, that and does you guys, have you guys ever given some uh, uh, city skylines a go either? No, I haven't. Yeah, I own it and I played it for like half an hour once, and I was like, this is just too complicated mm. for me. There was it's just so many tutorials about like you got to manage your plumbing and your economy and your power and electricity and this and that. And I was like, nah, I'm good. Um, I am. That's why. Very yeah, much looking forward like to Satisfactory coming very soon. I didn't play yeah, you a lot a of it bit because of that, right? I got yeah. into the Alpha weekend, which is obviously just a weekend, and I was deep into ah. DMC5 at the time. And it was just a bit jarring going from a high intensive action game to the beginning of one of those games. The beginning is yeah. like, oh, just put down a drill and wait for iron and smelt it. And it's the same shit for those games at the beginning always. So I was like, I'm just going to wait for Early Access, which is coming out uh, Tuesday. Oh, nice. And it's double the amount of content that was in the open weekend. So I'm like, I'm just going to wait till the Early Access on Tuesday. And I've just been checking out some YouTube things of people who played the early stuff. And it seems good. It seems like what I wanted. People are really getting into Mm. it. I've seen some complex builds. So I don't obviously have many opinions to say about it. Except for the Mm. opening one Mm. hour I played was kind of higher production than I was expecting. The environment is really cool and there's creatures running around and you got a... It's all that goat simulator money at work. Yeah. And there's like, it's, the environments are very pretty. It's all very streamlined and efficient. The UI was a bit rough. Maybe the UI would be better when 1.0 comes out like later 2019. But hmm. yes, I will be playing that next week and I'll let you guys know how it plays. But that's looking like it's going to scratch that itch. Because I oh, I just, I'm a nerd. I like logistical stuff. I like logical problems. I like efficiency and optimization and automation. I'm a loser. Yeah. And I can't wait to get into that type of stuff. You just love systems. Yeah. I'm just, I, I've always been really into efficiency. I don't know what it is. I like making yeah. something that's really messy uh, streamlined. I don't know. It's like when yeah. I was talking to you guys Frostbunk, about... Frostbunk gave me that as well. For what sure. was that game I played? Um, Opus Magnum. You know, that weird... Yeah. Yes. It, that yeah, was yeah. the same thing. It's something about making a messy thing streamlined. It just... I don't know. Yeah. It's my nerdy logical brain. I really enjoy that stuff. So looking forward to playing it in like a first-person type of mode. Because usually, mm-hmm. obviously, the top-down, yeah. you're a god-like thing. So that'd be interesting. I enjoyed that about Frostpunk where it's like, I'm struggling to get enough coal and this is just a fucking mess. My streets aren't aligned. And then and then you get 
And then you find the efficiency and you're like, I've got so much resources. Everyone's working perfectly. Now let me tear up this whole city and rebuild it. So it's beautiful and properly laid out. And yeah, it's got to love a bit of problem solving. It's satisfying. Yeah. Satisfactory. It's a perfect name. It is really good name. They should be proud of that name. It's so smart. Yeah. Yeah. So that was really like, and then, you know, like I played a fair amount of Astroneer and we'll probably continue yeah shipping, shipping away a lot of that solo uh yeah i've played most of it solo damn like, um, there was a lot of time between streams of like preparing things for the stream i kind of i in a way that i just enjoy i like i felt a bit bad about not joining in and skipping that stuff but not to be insulting to astroneer but because i've been doing my garbage streaming youtube stuff i've played a lot of those survival games and they kind yeah. of do play the same when it comes to, you know, resource management. Then you get more machines yeah, that I, let yeah. you do more resourcing on a bigger yeah. scale. So when James, yeah, James yeah. was like, uh, do you mind if I just do all this? I was like, uh, no, <laughs> <laughs> I don't mind. I just want to see the unique space exploration stuff. Yeah, whereas I haven't really gotten into one of those games in a very long yeah, time. Yeah, so. I, I love that shit. And I've just been a bit fatigued yeah, by it. Even like Minecraft, I don't like it in Minecraft. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Astroneer, I was just like, yeah, this is great. It's very relaxing. It's just nice to play a game that has no combat or stress mm-hmm. or really of anything. So the game uh, looks so sort of, good. It looks so good. It's got such good mood and it's very, very peaceful and relaxing. And I, I haven't really touched it for two weeks, but... After shooting seven trillion men in the Division mm-hmm. Two, I kind of am looking ah. forward to not shooting anyone for a while. So. All right, do you want to do? A, we haven't really talked about it, Jameson. So, do you want to hold back into our review, or do you want to just give some initial impressions on Division Two? Because I am interested in hearing what you have to say about it. I won't say too much because we're going to probably record tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's good. Okay. Good. <laughs> Great. I've played uh, Too much of it. 33 hours ah, of it. nice. Uh, Deep. Not necessarily out of pure enjoyment. Mm-hmm. You know, that's I would not have played as much if I was if I didn't want to get like a good somewhat timely review done, let's say. Yeah. Uh I would not have played that much in this I would have probably played that much over, you know, a 3 week. Have you um uh, beat the campaign? Oh, yeah, yeah. How long is that the campaign? Like 10, 10 hours, hours ago. Okay. It was like 20, 25 hours. Because I might, I might slowly just tick through the campaign. Because I played the opening mission where you're, yeah. you know, clearing out the White House, which is your hub. And I was like, this looks nice. And the setting is mm-hmm. nice. And it's kind of more cinematic than anything I tried in Division 1. And every now and then mm-hmm. I just get in the mood to shoot shit. Not that yeah. often. Yeah. But it's, it's a good it one of those. It felt comfy. Like and yeah. ran really well when I played the beta. It's a very good playing game. Yeah. You know, it's a very good playing third-person shooter, and it looks okay. And it, the campaign, you know, it's got missions, and then there's like lots of Ubisoft-like things to do, where you just walk five feet, do something for thirty seconds, walk five feet, do something. You know, yeah. that Ubisoft loop that they're so good at. Podcast game. Um, <laughs> yeah. yeah, totally. Vampire Diaries um, game. Yeah, it's it's solid the campaign you know i mean there's like there's probably like 10 and 12 story missions and then a, a bunch a lot of side quests uh something they do well though is like all the side quests take place in unique areas as well so um like unique interiors um so every side quest feels decent decently different mm-hmm. um 
I mean, you're still doing the exact same things. You're shooting things all the way through. But yeah, to hit level 30 more or less coincided with beating the campaign or beating most of the main t- content. Mm-hmm. Took about 20 hours, so. Okay. Uh, yeah, it's good. It's a, an improved Division One. Like, you know, it, it's, it's totally fine. It's not that different from the first game. Uh, but yeah, it's it's good. I, I yeah, I don't really, I won't really say much because it, it's easy to just start going and going and going. Mm-hmm. I'll say this: it's been very nice to play a finished and well made <laughs> and well thought out one of these immediately after playing Anthem. For yeah. sure, it's the exact opposite of that. Yeah. Wow! Like there are so many things in Anthem that are just Oof. like you look at it and you're like, why the fuck did you do this? <laughs> That. And you never feel that way in the division. Anthem you're just has like, been you're just playing it. so entertaining to watch. Fucking yeah. hell, Anthem! Jesus, absolutely. As soon as that game, as soon as Bethesda kind of calmed down, oh, Bioware just stormed in. It was like, here, hold yeah. my beer. I'll take this role. Yeah. Um. <laughs> I don't know what they're doing over there. Man, I thought Anthem was gonna uh-huh. be bland. I didn't yeah. think it was going to yeah. be a Broken. like controversy nightmare. Yeah, I think at, at best I thought it was going to be like The Division, mm-hmm. yeah. where it's like, this boring. is comfy and fun It's and sort of boring in, just, in yeah. a way that is okay. Uh, and I thought at worst it would be just sort of meh mm-hmm. and forgettable. Me too, and yeah. like, eh, this, the story is whatever, the gameplay is fine, it's not that interesting. Which is the case... But it's also like it's got so much stuff about it that you're like, oh my god, how did they let this out the door? <laughs> um, and that they just keep fucking things up, yeah, like, I just, like it's that game has been out since February fifteenth, so just a month and a day, right? Yeah. Four weeks and a day since it came out. They've put out like four different patches that have like broken and then fixed and then broken and then fixed and broken the loot again. Um. They've done that like four different times in four different ways. There have been like endless controversies of like the stats are a lie, damage numbers are a lie, the level one gun is the best gun in the game because stat scaling is bullshit. <laughs> brilliant. Just brilliant. Uh, the loot drops are broken and it's like, oh, we accidentally broke the game so that the loot is satisfying. And then two days later, like, oh, fuck, we did not mean to do that. We're patching it out right away. And we're punishing and like, those who... Who played? Yeah, the game. let's ban Glad for playing the game for 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 using a bug in your buggy fucking game that is PVE only. Let's ban a top Destiny yeah. streamer and then unban Glad, Glad. Glad is the most. He is him and his six buds. His clan yeah. is the most hardcore Destiny people on Earth. Yeah. They are the ones that complete the raid first <laughs> on Earth. They are the ones that complete the raid in twelve minutes, like a week later. Yeah. They are the most hardcore players of these games on the internet. And he is a very nice, very easygoing fellow who seems totally on board with loving any one of these games, including Anthem. And they fucking (laughs) ban him for using a bug that has been in their game since the alpha four months ago. And he used it for like an hour to get a little more shitty loot. And... They ban him permanently, and then they're like, oh, we heard about the controversy? Okay, we're reducing it to a two-week yeah, ban. You, you, yeah. Like, what are you doing? I hate, I hate backtracking when it comes to that stuff. It's, it just comes off as so pathetic and pandering. Yeah. yeah. Like, 
And it's he wasn't the first person to get banned for that either. Like someone got banned like a, two weeks before that. Like I think it was they got banned like before the game had fully shipped on the twenty second. Right. Nice. They were banned for doing the chest quote unquote exploit, which is literally just spawn into the open world, run a route and loot chests, and then respawn in the open world to refresh those chests, aka a loot farming yeah. run that you do in a loot farming game. Something like more than one person has been banned for doing that. I don't uh, think you should ever, ever be able to ban someone for exploitation because no, you are exploiting no. something that is in the game that yeah, you make. Absolutely. Obviously, yeah. if they're cheating, they're banning. But exploiting is someone taking advantage of your mistakes, right? Exactly. And I can make I like I can understand it a little more in a competitive game, right? Yes. Where it's like, hey, this is a bug. Please don't use it. Like, we're yeah. going to fix it. We know it's going to be fixed in, like, two days. Please don't use yeah, it. because you're ruining other people's And, you know, maybe someone... Yeah, and it's like, okay, maybe they might get, like, a very short temporary ban for using an exploit. Um, but this is a co... It, this is a four-player co-op shooter. <laughs> yeah. That's it. Like, at best, there are only four players in your game. Yeah. And you are just shooting things together. That's the extent of the game. It might as well be a single-player game that people can hop on and join you if they want. Exactly, yeah. And so the idea that you're going to ban someone, punish anyone for exploiting the, like, countless fucking terrible bugs in your game in a PvE-only game. Yeah. (laughs) so ridiculous. Yeah, wow. Like, in their statement, they're like, we don't like that he's, you know, getting an unfair advantage over players. Well, fix your game! It's a PvE game, (laughs) idiots! Like... There's no advantage to be gained. Like he, there's no end game content. It's not like oh he got raid ready faster than anyone in the world. There's no raid. Yeah. There's nothing to do in that game. There's like Admit. three strongholds. One of them is the last mission of the game again. Boy, how and then they, there's like are they gonna procedurally put generated content, side quests and that's it. Yeah. Like yeah, excuse me, this guy joined my game and he killed everyone really quickly. Uh, I didn't get a chance to kill anyone and I would yeah like banned. it's so ridiculous. <laughs> It's just, like, I don't like using it very often, but Bioware is utterly incompetent. Yeah. and Like, uh, they proved it with, like, Andromeda. You were like, ooh. What, what a spicy this has mess. To be like a, <laughs> this has to be, like, an accident, right? Yeah. Surely this is an accident. And then Anthem came out and was like, no, dog, this is how we make video games now at Bioware. <laughs> this is how we and do like, now. This is awesome. Uh, so, like, this is, like the new Bioware standard now is incompetence, I would say. And that's really sad. Uh, Yeah, what's the future, mate? What's going to happen to this game? They probably have a year of, like, half unfinished content that probably should have shipped in the game on day one Mm -hmm. if they had shipped it in 2020. I bet they put all that stuff out and then move on to a sequel. Maybe. Right. Or EA shuts them down. (laughs) Why would you... Here's the thing. Okay, I'm an... I'm, uh, what's his name? Andrew Wilson, the fucking robot that runs the CEO, evil CEO. Oh, yeah, yeah, that guy, yeah. Okay. And I have to please my fat, enormous, <laughs> obese, fucking white pigs that run, that are <laughs> on my board of directors. <laughs> that are just like, I'm worth $700 million. Make it a billion by the end of the year, Andrew Wilson. Okay, I'm Andrew Wilson. All right. I own the FIFA teams. Yeah. And they make a billion dollars every day yeah. by exploiting idiots that like sports games. Yeah. Great. <laughs> Done. Check that off the box. They exist. Okay. Absolutely. Look at my other studios here. What do we got? 
Respawn. Okay, Respawn made it an experimental BR game in a year and put it out for free, and it was the most successful thing we've done in 10 mm-hmm. years. Okay, keep Respawn. They're good. All right, uh, Bioware. Hmm, Bioware spent seven years and $300 billion <laughs> making a turd of a game that sold poorly and no one likes. Um, okay, cut them. <laughs> like, yeah. like, they spent like seven years working on this game, right? Like, I can't believe they made a live action uh, short just for the marketing as well. It's like, calm down. For yeah, fuck's sake. Can, like, that game I has to, like, look at, if you look at the motion capture work alone in that game, like, there was a staggering amount of mm. it. Like, it cost a fortune. Like what I like. And like, why would you let them make another one of them? What I like, like about it is I, like, Visceral's worst game is better than like any new Bioware anything right now. And Visceral, yeah, like long what was the dead. worst thing Visceral made? Dead Space the, the second, three? Dead Space Three or the second um, Army of Two game, yeah. right? Like, oh yeah, it was them. But like, even that was like not an offensive game. Yeah, because Army of Two was mediocre like, third. Yeah, they were fast. They were fast, like, fast and the furiousing themselves mm-hmm. into like yeah. how big and stupid. Like, let's put diamonds on these fuckers as goalie masks. Cause this is dumb. Like, yeah. This is some dumb. It was so shit. stupid. That was like the blood of the, the the fifty cent blood in the sand yes. era of yes, video dude. games. I'm- and then you have so Visceral is like, okay, we have Amy Henning, the creator of Uncharted, yeah. <laughs> trying to make an Uncharted Star Wars game. Perfect, perfect combination. Why would you want that? And then the the fat pigs come in and be like. But where do we? Chewbacca. I don't see Chewbacca here. Where do we? And they're like, "Oh shit! Shut the studio down. Fire them all. We don't know what we're doing." Yeah. Where's Where's my more money after they buy it the first time? Mm -hmm. Where's Chewbacca? How do they? Where are the microtransactions? And where's Chewbacca? Yeah, these suits. And it's like Andrew Wilson's like, "Ooh, I don't have an answer to that." And then they're like, "Okay, shut the studio down." They must. (laughs) Yeah, you must run as like we want to get like for every game for the every game for every game that's coming out. Like we want to get. $120 $120 per per gamer. Like yeah. like here's our target demo. That target demo consists of 3 million gamers. We want to get $100 out of every person. So the game is 70 yeah. and That's we, what it feels like. Yeah. And so it's just it's fucked cuz that's that's why they sprinkle in all this extra shit and it's just I don't know, it's useless. And now that's why it's they like, devalue single player games cuz it's like where are we where do I get my money? Ah! Exactly. They're <laughs> such morons. Like look at all these single player games that have come out this gen that sold well. Like especially this gen, like when we don't need single player games, we're getting the best ones ever, and they're not cheap. No, like, Red Dead Two, like uh, Jesus, and they sold what twenty million copies in the first yeah. week. Like okay, it's a bit of an exception, but like you know, but, Uncharted. But that's the casuals too. Like does there's not, well. There's not twenty like, million. Yeah, there's not twenty million hardcore gamers out there. Well, no. But well, like, pro- uh, who knows? Rocks, but like, Rockstar, Uncharted, Rockstar sells hardcore games to the casuals. A flashy and expensive Uncharted-style Star Wars linear action game on all three platforms, right? Because it wouldn't just be a Sony game. Yep. That would have done well. Mm. Absolutely. And I mean, who knows what was going on? Like, there could have been so many other factors. Like, apparently EA wasn't giving them enough, you know, support and they were struggling to make anything, which makes sense. But then it's like, okay, so they cancel that. And then they're like, okay, take all these assets that we spent three years making. Let's give them to EA Vancouver. See what they can do. All right, a year, a year later, they're like, now we're canceling that as well. And now it's like they have the Respawn Star Wars game coming out, and that's it. Yeah. <laughs> and we're in year six or seven of their contract. <laughs> it was 10 when? years? Yeah, I was going to say. 10 years, yeah. Jeez, Man. I didn't know it was 10 years. Have they I made think a, it was have they 2013. Made, have they made any money yet, do you think? Because I'm thinking about Battlefront Maybe? 1. I'm thinking about Battlefront 2. I I'm don't thinking know, about, actually. Like, 
Have, I mean, those games sold well out, out of the gate. Especially Battlefront 1 sold very well. Sure, uh, but it's like, how much did it cost to make? Cause, yeah, it's hard to say. And the, how much is the Dice license? Dice is a big studio. Yeah. Well, they're probably not paying for the license. No. I, don't know, I don't know how they're that probably, stuff works. I don't know either, but... Uh, if it was a term EA deal across Activision 10 years, both. there probably wasn't a lot of money exchanged as far as hands go. Because mm, yeah. Activision I, sells Disney a Star Wars game, they get the Star Wars audience, and then it's like the Star Wars fans get a video game. Like It's so mutually beneficial that it feels like there wouldn't have been very much uh, exchanged at the jump, but since there's been blunders... I feel like there's probably been a bit of well, we like maybe we maybe we make an extra yeah. game or maybe we litter all of our bullshit with microtransactions to get Disney paid. Or maybe we like end this contract and do the Marvel style of just letting good developers make games for yeah. us. Yeah. Uh EA and Activision both seem completely lost. Yeah. Like, yeah. It feels like Activision someone gave my nan a so. hundred billion dollars and was like you got a year. To make a successful video game. <laughs> like, uh, yeah. The kids like Star Wars. Billy's always shooting the things. Uh. Yeah, Fortnite. Um, Shit. So, like, Activision, like, Activision's maybe even in a worse place than EA, because EA at least has Apex and FIFA, FIFA of and course, Madden. They've got sports forever. Yeah. You know, they've got sports forever. And whereas Activision's like, well, we have Call of Duty now. And that's it. How is yeah. Black Ops and it's doing? I have no idea. Horrible. Oh. I don't think it's doing very well. No. I, I, I don't Apex suspect. must have I mean, really PC... stood in its toes. Yeah. Yeah, I think the PC population is more or less dead. Oh. Uh, like when Doc and what's his name were trying, they were doing like a sponsored tournament for that game and they could not get into a full yeah, that lobby. that really surprised it. me. I, I didn't even believe and it that at was, first. I was like, no. That was like three days in a row where they couldn't do that. Um, Minecraft had twice as many streamers uh, or viewers as Call of Duty the other day. <laughs> I'm sure on Xbox and PS4, Call of Duty is doing perfectly fine. Yeah, but yeah. Though not, not what they want it to be doing, obviously. But like, this sort of ties into them splitting with... Bungie, where it's like it, probably the right move for both parties because yeah. it sounded like they i mean Bungie a sound have always sounded like a very difficult company to work with yeah. like they sound like th- they are the cockiest people you're talking about Bungie, like the managers the higher-ups of that company sound like they just don't give a fuck what the publishers Hell want yeah. which is great yeah good for them Bungie makes many mistakes and they, but they act like they are infallible, which I appreciate the attitude. Yeah. <laughs> and they've sounded like they're very difficult to work with. Which so it's good that they're not together anymore. I think it's better for Destiny. Yeah. But like when but when Activision was like, yeah, Forsaken just was not did not make it did not please us. And then fucking Luke Smith comes out, the head of Destiny as a franchise, was, and was like, no, Forsaken was very good for us. Mm-hmm. We're pleased. Like Forsaken was the most profitable game in September. Yeah. yeah. Of any, and that's when Spider Man came out. They sold three million copies of Spider Man on day one, right? Mm. At sixty dollars. So Forsaken made a fuckload of money, and Activision was like, "Nah, it's not good enough." Maybe that was and, a breaking and point. And they're like, "Okay," they were like, "Wow, you have no oh, idea think, what I we want to so. do." I think that was definitely the straw that broke the camel's mm-hmm. back with that relationship because they it doesn't sound like it's been good ever. Um, but then it was like. Bungie is looking at the numbers and they're saying, this is fucking fantastic. We're doing Everyone's great. Everyone's happy. And Activision's like, yeah, and the community is happy. The, Bungie the is happy. the first time in a year. 
literally the first time in Destiny history everyone is happy. <laughs> and and Activision's like, no, we're not happy. And Bungie's like, all right, we're fucking out of here. Who do you think's pocketing uh, the annual pass money? Um, it's everything is now Bungie's. Yeah. Oh, sick. Okay, I wasn't sure. The there was like a leak or some sort of you know financial news that said like Bungie paid them you know a hundred million dollars and and some other stuff and Activision has literally nothing to do with it now. Nothing. Man, done. that's, that's such a like, yeah. So that's I, so nuts. rare to see something like and that's, that. I know. That's so. But like that's, that's so what's so crazy from business. like Activision's point of view, crazy. right? It's like Activision isn't pleased with the money they're spending or with the money they're getting back. So their solution is to just completely sever off this huge yeah. hose of money. Christ. Didn't know that was Because they're too complicated. Yeah, it's just so weird. So now Activision's like, well, we have Call of Duty. But like Call of Duty has been on the de- decline for like a decade. Yeah. And, and you know what? Sorry to cut you off, Joe. Sorry, sorry, you know what's sorry. fucked about Call, Call of Duty? Like feeling like it's on the decline? They are now accepting offers for regional-based esports teams that start a twenty-five million dollar buy-in. Whoa! Yeah. So that was that's the Overwatch price as well. Oh. the The Overwatch competitive buy-in for the Overwatch League uh, was twenty-five million a pop as well. Fuck. Uh, which makes sense for Overwatch, even though I think that's still an insane amount of money for Overwatch. But yeah, Call of Duty, like Call of Duty, will continue to do well, obviously. But like. Activision is a huge company. Yeah. Blizzard is part of it. And then and then that they're also part of their solution is we're going to cut we're going to start poking Blizzard, the golden goose. Yeah. Like 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 they have like how many million WoW subs still like 15 years later and yeah. then they're like okay Blizzard, you got to start doing better, bud. You got to start making more so games. Whack. And it's like what do you you don't fuck with Blizzard. What are you doing? Christ. So I don't know what Activision's doing anymore, and I don't know what EA is doing sure. anymore. Sure. I mean, the benefit Call of Duty <sighs> has is they can just keep reformatting their game year after year. Yeah, so yeah for sure. if they want to boost their profits, they just make another one, <laughs> you know, yeah. even if it's the yeah. same thing. And yeah. I'm actually, but I don't know. I'm going to be interested to see yeah. how that works, because I feel like, I don't know why Battle Royale always feels like a live surface, but it can't be with the Call of Duty model, right? Yeah, d- d- is there a new battle royale with a new COD? There's got to be. Like, does, does Black Ops Four BR I, I, die? I, yeah, I think like I mean, Blackout isn't standalone. Right? Mm-hmm. Like, it would have made sense if Blackout was standalone, yeah. and then they wouldn't. So I have to imagine it has a BR, That's an, which yeah, is interesting. Stupid. Like, yeah. Oh god. The I thing never I think any of this. structurally, I think Activision has always failed to understand how to sell their games in, in the last couple of years. Like that, you saw it. We you see it with Destiny, or you saw it with Destiny, and it seems like you'll see it with Call of Duty, where it's like COD is a full blown product, price wise, with a fifty dollar season pass yep. and microtransactions, and all those things don't go together anymore. Mm-hmm. Like people don't want those things, and you saw it with Destiny. It's like sixty dollar game, sixty dollar expansion, thirty dollar expansion pass, microtransactions, and like I don't think that's how Bungie like wants to do it either. And Call of Duty makes sense as like a subscription thing or yeah. a free game or something. And Activision's just like, nah, it's a sixty dollar product, buy one every year. Yeah. And I don't know if that makes sense anymore. You know? No, I hundred percent agree. Yeah. And even less so for Destiny, I think, um, which needs to be treated more as a some sort of live service thing financially. Like, yeah. I don't know. Destiny 3, the next 
Call of Duty. It's going to be very interesting to see how they progress with these type of games, yeah. which are acting like live services, but they're not. Yeah. And if really? the pay model changes, because if it's like, just yeah. yeah, just just make me pay a monthly subscription fee to fucking uh, <laughs> Battle.net and just give me the games. Like, Destiny yeah. is Netflix the most your, mysterious for sure. Up, especially if you're Activision where you're the biggest publisher on the planet. Like, just Netflix your games, That man. maybe makes more sense, yeah. Yeah, like... Except you wouldn't get... You wouldn't get Destiny with part of uh, if you paid for a no 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 battle net no. launcher, but like even Bungie but, on their own yeah, they could offer subscription oh yeah for, for Destiny the way it's set up now. That's what's exciting about them splitting with Activision is that I don't know what they do now like with releases and and yeah. money and all that and like I don't know the what their control, format like, is. Yeah, the creative control man is gonna be wild. Exactly, That's what I'm yeah. so excited because like the last the last leaks said that Destiny three is gonna happen, which I'm sure it will. Like it makes sense do a destiny three and that's the last you know mainline product they put out and then they can just pour everything into that for the future yeah um and it's it makes sense also because like people will fucking buy it um but like i don't know what i was gonna say the last oh the last rumors for that game sounded interesting and they and it made it sound like yes there will be a destiny three um but I think they probably how they handle expansions will be. They interesting. probably that, do actually. need some sort of relaunch because it sounds like they have got D two into a good place, but everyone is so far gone that it would probably benefit them to relaunch the whole thing. And maybe putting a, or, putting a three on the end might be or, that. Or just do it at a completely different time and setting. Than- but like, there's, you say everyone is too far gone, but like. You know, yes, there's like the casual audience obviously dissipates from that game, but like Destiny is doing just fine in terms of hardcore concurrent player base. What like, is it, if, if if you know? Well, they, there's no real way to track it, but it, I think it does very well consistently. Okay. Like, you know, couple probably in the hundreds of thousands of players every mm-hmm. day. Um, and I think that number, I think they've gone on the record to say that number has gone up or is on its way up or something. Something like that. Like, Destiny is a very popular series, right? Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think I mean I think it does make most sense to be like, all right, Destiny three, and then I would hope with Destiny three, you know, they can ship it with a ton of content, and then hopefully eventually start rolling in all the old content into it, yeah. and or or just do that with Destiny two. Yeah, like it would. I could see them doing the like sort of Final Fantasy fourteen reborn thing of just being like. Destiny two is now just Destiny. Yeah. Yes. And like, That's what I'm saying. We're just going to keep supporting it. Yeah. Like, they need to do something like that eventually. Like, they need to, if if by the time the Destiny story isn't over, if it doesn't, if it hasn't ended at some point with there's just one EXE and everything is yes. there and it's the big universe, then they have fucked up. And I think they know that. I think people don't, now more than ever, now that they can do whatever they people want. People don't want to buy a game with a, with a three on the end when they haven't played the first two. It puts people yeah, off. Exactly. That's a, that's a very good point, yeah. Joe. That's why people yeah. like uh, id Software are calling, you know, it's Doom Eternal. Yeah. No one's Doom Two. Yeah, that's I didn't why. Play Doom One. Um, if you if you look at the um, Witcher Three logo when they announced it, it said The Witcher Three with a very noticeable three, and then CD Projekt was very open about it. They said like we're changing the logo, and you look at the new logo now, and the three sort of integrated into a crown. Yeah, and on a and they said like we did that so that the three is way less apparent mm-hmm. on the box art yeah. for people. Because we want more people to buy our game yeah. that, and they're not put off by the three. Yeah, and I, yeah, I'm fast. I am fascinated to see what Bungie does with Destiny over the next year or yeah. two. Um, 
I think it's very possible that they just have another big Forsaken-like expansion this fall and just sort of stay in cruise control for a bit. You know, just because, like, the split with Activision just happened, like, a month ago, right? And that's not a lot of time to, like, pivot away from current plans. Like, Activision probably knew or knows to an extent what's down the pipe or would have had to have known anyway. So they're probably, like, they're either reconsidering it all or doubling down on it, like... In the last um, Vidoc they put out, Luke Smith showed up. And I, I was saying this to you, Ben. Mm. Luke Smith is like the harbinger of like, he, not the harbinger of doom. He's like the, like, if you see him, it's like, oh shit. Mm. Um, because he's like the guy now. And he was in charge of Destiny 2. Mm. And I'm sure Activision said, you know, we need to make this game popular with the casuals. And, and he did a good job of directing the game in that direction. But mm-hmm. then everyone hated it. And Activision very much made it so that you never saw Luke Smith ever again. Yeah. Like he literally hasn't been seen since destiny two was announced t- two and a half years ago or something. And then he showed up in this Vidoc and his title is now destiny franchise lead. And Ooh. he's like, we're putting our plans together, motherfuckers. Nice. And it was like, Oh God. Um, so <laughs> I have to imagine like Bungie is very like, they know what they're fucking doing now. I would say finally. And uh, the, the, the leaks for destiny three said like they're focusing it even more on the hardcore and even more down like the RPG route, hmm. uh, which is what they've always wanted it to be. So, uh, but I don't know what they do with that series. And that's, I was saying this also to Ben, like, I don't know what they're doing with Destiny anymore. And it's in the good way now mm-hmm. where it's like, ah, this is exciting. I don't know what's coming next yeah. instead of like, what are you doing, idiots? Uh, it's more like, wow, this is cool. What are you doing next? Um, <laughs> what are you nice. doing next, idiots? <laughs> yeah, There's optimism around the ambiguity now. <laughs> Absolutely, yeah. I think everyone... And I feel it, too. Like, I bought the fucking annual yeah. pass for Wash. Finally. And I'm having a great time. Finally. Yeah, ben, ben, talk to me about this Finally. revelation you've had where you like Destiny now. Well, I mean, like... I don't know. Uh, he played 300 hours of Destiny 1 and liked Destiny 1. <laughs> just Ben's going, lo- yeah. oh, shit, dude. I just like it, man. I think it was like... I, I've always wanted to get caught up. And then I think it was just the perfect moment of, like, I'm bored and I have the perfect amount of time to kill and it would just be a good time to kind of, you know, see where I'm at in Destiny and, you know, chip away, you know, just just become a little bit aware about where I should be in, in the Destiny grand scheme of things. Just kind of take stock or take inventory, but, like, yeah, where I should be. Mm-hmm. And so I started playing it and I was like, okay, like, I'm pretty, I'm pretty far away from the end here, and that's fine. Like, this is what I've done to myself falling out of the game. And then, like, the annual... Like, I'd heard that through the annual pass, I could level up pretty quick and get <laughs> relatively caught up. So I was like, you know what? Fuck it. Let's give this a go and, and see how far we get along here. And so I picked it up, did the missions that gave me the right armor to level up, and bada-bing, bada-boom, I'm, I'm raid-ready. And now I don't have to worry about my light level as much as I can just play the content that the game has... Mm-hmm. And, and and play it for what it is and and play the systems and everything like that and then slowly, you know, keep chipping away at my love. Anyway, it just feels good to be at the ceiling now. Um and I feel like I can well, you're keep only up six fifty. <laughs> What's up? You're only six fifty light level. I'm six fifty one cap is seven hundred. Yeah, take that idiot, Jameson. New cap is seven hundred. Get with it, idiot. <laughs> yeah, where's your level seven hundred character? Yeah. Uh, getting there. Yeah. You so, must have a no. little bit of content to go back to, Ben. Like the Dreaming City must be new to you, right? 
A little bit. Like, I'm, I am I keep going back and chipping away at stuff, and, like, I've done the blind well a few times. Joe, do you know what the blind well is? Yeah, I did it twice with a bunch of strangers. I didn't really know what was going on, and I think the one time I did it, I paired with really good people because we just did it the first time. I was like, oh, okay, <laughs> <Yeah>. sick. <laughs> but it's just, you know, I'm not sure just, if I feels... opted into the highest level of it, though. For sure. It just it feels good to be able to go back to it every week and do the things that I can do that are new. And then put it away, and then go back to it yeah. again, like it, like the Destiny One loop. Like Tuesday yeah. was reset day, and then being able to pop back in, do the nightfall, like top my T's, cross my eyes, and away I go. And it just feels good to be able to to do that again with D two. And yeah, especially much now when what it, I do, especially so. now when it's only got, uh, it's got nowhere to go but up. Like mm-hmm. just with the Bungie's ecosystem now. So yeah, yeah, it's true. That yeah, because they've finally gotten it to a place where you can. I mean, unless you're playing it obsessively, if you just want to play it for like an hour or two every couple of days yeah. or every five days or once a week, you you have no, you do not have to worry about having stuff to do. Nope. Like, there's so much Absolutely. stuff to chase now. Yeah. Um, I need to, I think I was talking about this in Discord, Jameson, where I just need a really mm. easy to understand list because yeah, I, I just have I no can tell, fucking idea yeah. what I'm supposed to be doing and I know there I is can, stuff. I can tell you that right now. Like, you get that once you <laughs> get the annual pass. Like it's broken down pretty pretty easily. Yeah, to understand I have, I'm pretty where sure I have all the stuff because before we you were hooked do, up with do, Activision. Yeah. Well, we'll get the uh, like we'll get your gear and and away we'll go. Like I, f- I find I'm, it very easy to stay I'm on top of what I need to do now. I, I did all the things. I don't know what I got. I mean, to. by I guess uh, just by things on to chase. I also mean like you know grinding it's, to get a gun, right? Like yeah, that type of chase as well. Yeah, because like, I'm like I'm chipping away three exotic weapon chests, like three exotic weapon quests, like. I am, like, yeah, I'm down to do that if the weapon looks fun. Is, yeah. yeah. And it's all new now. Like, Thorn's new now, Joe. So, like, Thorn, okay. you're kind of in the zeitgeist yeah, to, to do play, that like, now. You'd have to pay, like, 25 Crucible matches. No! Do don't do that. No, no, no I didn't. I'm, I'm, I'm going to do it. And it's, like, don't do that to yourself. I like playing the game enough that playing Crucible's fine. Like, oh. let's just, yeah. I played some. You should do the Shattered Throne before Tuesday. What the hell's that? You should do it today. The mini raid. Okay. That we were gonna do the other day. I'm down to do that sometime. Just, anyway, I've just... been playing Destiny, and Destiny's real good. I've also been playing Trials. I know yeah. We how's, on earlier. how's Trials Rising going for you, mate? So easy. <laughs> like it's so easy. <laughs> wow. Wow. Well, look at this guy. Yeah. Yeah. So I just chip away at it when I'm. I don't know. Well, the I'm, games are easy I'm... and too extreme for me. Anyway. Yeah. The yeah. I hear what you're saying. It's an interesting. Uh, spike in difficulty it's fucking huge like hard is like you need to know how to bunny hop and you you're done yeah and then yep, you get to absolutely. extreme and it's like good fucking luck yeah <laughs> i just got to the extreme in trial fusion and holy shit i thought um for some reason i had in my memory that trials evolution was harder but some of the extreme stuff in trials fusion is nuts yeah i forget i forget everything about trials fusion completely Jesus. Except for the main menu music. Except for the main menu music. Yeah. Trials, Trials Evolution and Trials HD were my were my big boys. So. Yeah, I will. I'm gonna get to trial uh, Trials Rising in time, but I just all the urgency just dropped away from me when I realized I couldn't play it with yeah. anyone else. Yeah. I'm like, I'll just. Slowly. I was looking forward to Trials, uh, and I don't have any interest in playing with anyone else. But I just, I don't know. It came out, and I was like, uh, actually. I'm good. <laughs> the thing is, to me, know. Trials is a comfy game. So if you yeah. are just in the middle yeah, of yeah. Destiny, then how many comfy games do you need? Exactly. Especially when you're playing yeah. the Division as well. How comfy do you uh, want to be? 
Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. That's always been that's been my problem with Anthem and the Division as well. Is like every time I'm playing one of these that isn't Destiny, I'm like thinking Destiny is still the best of all of them. Yeah. Uh, it may not have the most content or something at times, but like I think the that's shooting, the visuals, the sound, yeah. the level design, the enemy AI, the the aesthetics of the armor and the guns are all so much fucking better than everything else in all these other games. Yeah, and to that point, like hearing Jameson, you know, Jameson's departing the pot and he's going through the crucible here, playing all these other loot shooters that, you know, have like a lot to be desired, and it all it's doing is reaffirming that Destiny does yeah. does it right, and so that. That I think kind of helped me lean back towards it because it's like I want Division Two, and like I wanted to like I still, despite all the flaws, I still wanted to try Anthem. But just hearing mm. that, even at the end of the day, after yeah. all the goods found in those games, that De- Destiny Two just does it all in a better way. Anyway, it does make me want to play Destiny Two more than going out and getting yeah. a new game. Yeah, I mean, how many of them uh, do you like need? I still. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Uh, playing Division and Anthem has made me realize that, like, eh, Destiny might be the only one that I need. Yeah. Especially because it's so content-rich now and in such a good place. For sure. And they're constantly adding just enough to it yeah. that I can, every time I have an itch to play it, for the most part, except for, like, the last maybe one or two weeks before the next season of content starts, I, I might not have anything to do. But, like, for the most part, if I want to play that game for an hour or two, I can and there's something to do. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, there's just so many things about Destiny that are better than all the other ones. Mm. And most of them are, like, combat and aesthetics, which is, like, 90% of why those games are appealing. Yeah. And it's, like, Destiny still does it best. Oh, like Destiny looks good. You know, yes, there are only five factions, but, like, they all play differently and look completely different and have perfect legibility and then in, in the division and anthem it's like and they work their I way towards you how many factions you? are there or they don't like, sorry like that's what uh that's what we were talking about that the other night when you and i were playing like yeah sure like all like you get you understand the enemy beats early but they're not all fucking like drone and like they're not dumb ai like like no other- like destiny makes you work to hit your shots just enough yeah. like just enough the enemies bounce around just enough they have enough abilities to sort of fuck with you and they're like they're all distinct. Whereas, like, even in the division, like, there's like five factions, and this will come up in the review. But like, I don't know what any of them are. Like, I can barely tell the difference between any of the factions in Destiny or in Division or Anthem. Mm. I, I look at them, and I'm like, ah, it's another humanoid guy. Ah, yeah. I don't know what abilities he has, and the extent of the AI in the division seems to be, I'm gonna run behind you and shoot you in the back, and it's like, well, that's not very. I don't know. It's just. Once you know Destiny they flank, so then you right. just know they flank, and you can just adjust to that. Yeah, then you just hunker down at the back of the battlefield yeah. and wait for them to run at you in a straight line. Yeah. And whereas Destiny, it's like, yeah, the AI, I mean, you know, the hitboxes are ridiculous, and the AI is, you know, just smart enough. It's the Halo thing that they've always done, where it's like, they make you work just hard enough to hit your shots that it feels satisfying constantly. Mm-hmm. And, I don't know, Destiny, and also the aesthetic of Destiny is so fucking good. Yeah. Like, every gun looks so good. Every piece of armor looks so good. And Division has the PUBG problem of, like, I have a fun-looking character. I mean, they're just a human dressed in human clothes, but, like, whatever. They're, they've got style. And then it's like, let me put all this military gear on top of them and hide all their cool right. style. Uh, whereas, you know, Destiny doesn't have that problem. Destiny doesn't really have much in the way of problems anymore, which is weird. That is weird. I mean, yeah. there's always one game. 
it's four and a half years of yeah destiny this is more or less a year now without a single destiny controversy wow that's a new record. I bet they have maybe. a counter up in the office <laughs> counting that down. Yeah, days <laughs> since apocalyptic meltdowns on the internet about our games. It's 365. Wow, uh, that's good. It is wild to think that like last November, last February, last January, last February, Destiny was literally in the worst place it's ever been in the franchise history. <laughs> yeah. And now it's at the best place it's ever been. How the turns table, to boys. Go up. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I'm glad someone here cares about Destiny finally. I know, it feels good. Someone, it just feels good to... Yeah, to someone have cares. Yeah. Yeah. Someone what, while it lost, Ben. While it lost. While it There was another... There is something else. There isn't really much to say no. on it. But it's, uh, you know, Google's thing in two days at the GDC. Spoilers, it's going to be a streaming box. Who fucking cares? The Gooya. People are saying it's not just a streaming box because I don't know if you've seen, but they are inviting a lot of other people yeah. to their conference. E.g. Amy Hennig is confirmed to be at the Google yeah, thing with id Software yeah. and Ubisoft. So I bet it's just a it, streaming yes, box. <laughs> that is the most common theory, but there's just been... I think people are being tipped over the edge just because so much stuff is coming with that conference where people are like, I yeah, don't know yeah. if it's just a streaming box anymore. It would be fun if it wasn't just a streaming oh, box. Oh, yeah. Like, I don't want it to just be a streaming mm-hmm. box because I will never own a streaming box yeah. for video games. Yeah. Like, I'm not interested. Uh, but, you know, if if it's a real console, like, that'd be fun. Yes. Um, that'd be fun to have a new player in the market. It hasn't happened since Microsoft, you know? Mm-hmm. It's, well, I was going to say the OUI, but that would just be a funny, funny joke. Uh <laughs> Fuck yeah. You know, yeah. It would be fun to have some someone come in to mix things up a Absolutely, bit. Absolutely, like, yeah. Google is a gross and shady company, but like, who cares? You know, it, they have a lot of money to spend on video games and I'm all for it. Yeah. yeah. They do have a couple of... But if it's just a streaming box, who fucking, who fucking cares if it's just a streaming box? Yawn. If they do it in, like, if... I feel like it'll tie in... A, like, it, I, I don't know. I'm curious to see what they do. They did yes. that streaming test with uh, AC Odyssey, right? Last yeah, year I feel and... like it's going to have Chrome capability. Like it's going to Chrome's yeah. going to be a big player in it all. <clears throat> More than And don't get me wrong, like a good like apparently that AC Odyssey Google streaming thing worked perfectly. Like people had nothing but good things to say about it. And That's crazy, yeah. A, a streaming box like everyone's going to be trying streaming for the next like 5 years and and that's great. Like and it definitely has a place for like bringing even more people to games, which is great. So even if even if they're just like, hey, we have a hell of a streaming box, it's fifty dollars. Also, there's a subscription like Netflix, and we'll just you know give you all these games, third party games, yeah, um, like Game Pass. That like that would be great. People would buy that. Lots of people would buy yeah. that, and people that don't normally play games would probably play games. Uh, but if it is just that, I'll be like, that's cool. I don't really give a shit. Yeah, uh, yeah. we have to see, but we'll see. GDC, yeah, this is GDC week, I think, for the next week or two. So there's always some interesting... GDC is when you start to hear console rumors. Mm, uh, yeah. Gimme, gimme. Because some exec is I like, we... oh, this isn't here because, well... Like, I bet we start hearing about micro- a little whispers about Microsoft stuff soon. Yes. Because... I'm ready for next gen, baby. Wait, Scorpio was the Xbox yeah. One X, wasn't it? It was, yeah. I... Wait, there's a code name already for the next one, isn't there? Yes. Um, well, he two. said it on stage last year. Uh, Scarlet, I think. Is it Scarlet? I think Scarlet, yeah. 
Don't know why, but I don't like it. <laughs> What's well, just a code? I don't like it. Uh, I want it to be Xbox One X X Two X. Xbox One X Triple X. Yeah, it's Triple X. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Video games are in such a weird place. There, <laughs> I love it. For me, uh, I'm kind of just in anticipation mode. I keep looking through mm. my Steam wish list and looking at stuff coming up. And I I don't know if I've been this excited for future games in a long time. There was mm. a large amount of things coming out, which I think are going to be really, really good. The 2019 lineup this is looking whew, significant. This gen is going out with a bang. The, last, the next 18 months between now and like fall 2020, there's a lot of good there's games coming out. a lot of out. juicy stuff. Halo on PC on Steam like, is huge. Mario Maker 2 is going to be a good time with the boys. Dreams yeah, is going to be fucking crazy good. Yeah. Holy Dreams. shit. Doom. Oh, Doom. Doom Eternal, Outer Worlds, Cyberpunk Dying eventually. Light 2. It's just so much. Dying Light 2, World Control, Last of Us, Ghost of Tsushima, fucking Death Stranding. That'll be a good yeah, laugh on that Sekiro next week's going to be... Sekiro, yeah. That's Sekiro this soon. That's this Friday. Yeah, yeah. I, oh, man. That's no, because yeah, I just got the Google ad, or I just got a YouTube ad for it. And I was like, whoa. Yeah, I think this this gen is going to go out good. I mean, last gen did as well, right? Like the last year, I mean, 2013, the last like six months before the new consoles, we had Bioshock Infinite, The Last of Us, and GTA V. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, that's a hell of a last year for those consoles. Yeah, yeah. PC stuff's looking good. A lot of indie things I'm looking forward to. It's, it's looking pretty juicy. But you know, the I moment- also predict that The Last of Us 2 comes out this year. Ah, what, okay. about, what, about, what about VR? VR's dead, mate. Yeah. Uh, VR. I don't know. That is a good question. <laughs> that is the question right there, man. What about VR? VR. Is a good question. Uh, PSVR is doing well, and Oculus and yeah. Vive are doing fuck all. <laughs> They're yeah. making peripherals, but no games, apparently. Here's the thing with VR. I bought the PlayStation VR for $250, and it came with Astrobot VR Rescue Mission, and it is the best thing I've played in VR. Mm-hmm. And that's just a I've cute little and- platformer. Not and to, it's just a cute little platform with a ton of personality. Not to be patronizing to it, but you know. I've heard yeah. that, yeah. And I haven't touched my Oculus. I have not put my Oculus on my face since last August. Yeah. And I don't know when I will next. No, I, I keep, keep, I keep checking. Like every week. Yeah. Oculus store. I'll play Lone Echo 2 when it comes out. Yes. Are they doing and that? And that's... Yeah. Yeah, they're doing a sequel to Lone Echo. Lone Echo was so good. A little while ago. Yeah. But like VR, PC VR, I think... Uh, it's got a lot. It needs to be like a hundred dollars. Yeah, yeah. You're really not <laughs> and doing your PC well. PC needs to be like a hundred dollars as well. You know, console VR I think will continue, mm-hmm. and the mobile stuff. I think that as makes well. sense. And the mobile definitely. Mobile's gonna win VR. I think it yeah. might be the way oh, to go. Of course, cardboard yeah, yeah, and everything. Totally. Yeah, hundred yeah, percent. And the the standalone Oculus um, headset, which is just you know everything's built in. It's basically a mobile. Um, That'll do very well, I'm sure, eventually. But the big, exciting, like, touch controller PC VR stuff is for crazy people and has no games coming out for it and will continue to do that for, like, another five or more years, I feel like. Mm-hmm. But, like but the important thing is PSVR but, is compatible with Dreams. Exactly. Oh, so there's going to be VR levels made in Dreams. Oh, God. I'm which means rip dude. 200 pounds for my bank? question mark <laughs> to buy something i already had purchased <laughs> oh no, no. 
All right, yeah, I did buy it. I, I, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, hey, it made sense when you sold that thing. It was like yeah. I wouldn't have predicted that two years later they'd finally be like, "Here's all these cool things for PSVR." I wouldn't uh, have bought it if it wasn't for Dreams. I might still wait. I need to. I need to know what the Dreams PSVR huh. stuff is because I'm not spending two hundred pounds yeah. on Astrobot. As as cute as it looks, I'm not. So no. we'll, we'll, well see yeah. if Dreams is fully compatible with VR. Where all the crazy, yeah. super creative engineer people can make their nutty VR levels and it's all compatible, That'd then hell yeah, I'm in. It will actually make me use VR, like, frequently. Yeah. Yeah. We have to see. I think I'm just kind of, yeah, I'm just in waiting mode when it comes to games. I'm waiting for Halo, waiting for Dreams, waiting for uh, everything at the moment. Yeah. There's a, yeah, a bit of a lull after this week um, because the next big scheduled game isn't until April 26th with just fucking days gone. Oh. Mm. Oh, uh. mm. Console shooting. Yay! Fucking, with no, with no auto-aim by the looks of it. Yikes. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to play Days Gone. Yeah, I'll play it. <laughs> no. I'll be the boy. Um, yeah. I mean, of course, you know, we'll probably do our usual split by it. Yeah. PS4. Yes. But like, I don't I don't know why that game's getting made. I was in like pretty interested in it because of the zombie horde thing, and then I saw the World War Z, and I was like, "Oh, these guys are just <laughs> making like a senseless, fun co-op game for your friends." It's like, "Yeah, it's a horde technology, and you play with your friends, you shoot zombies." It's like focused, it doesn't take itself seriously, and it's like not yeah. trying to take over the world. It's not trying to be like the next BR. It's just like a simple little product. I was like, "Hey, that looks fun. That looks like a little Left for Dead replacement for me." And then mm. once I played that, which is out a week before Days Gone, I'm like, do I care about another zombie horde game? Except between that is an open world hero com no sorry, a human Self combat. Serious yeah. survival game where you play as Deacon St. John. <laughs> no way. That's his fucking Ooh, name. Deacon St. John. Yeah. Oh my so God. I don't know about that. Mm. Yep. <laughs> I don't know about that. Mm -hmm. I'm with you there. No one really seems sure about it. Even the people who that suck up to these companies, like GameSpot and IGN, I've watched videos and they're like, I don't know about this game. I'm like, yikes. <laughs> yeah. That's a yikes from me. Bro. I heard Dan Riker and a giant bomb talk about it and he said it, he made it sound like the most boring fucking game he's ever oh, played in his life. <laughs> I was like, man, if Dan can't find any amusement, then I don't mm. think I will. Wish it. Wish it. Yeah. And then Rage 2, and then it's like kind of waiting for E3, really. Like, E3's not far from now at this Christ, rate. fuck off, really? But, like... With a year gone? Well, three months. Three months from now, yeah. Oh, dear. Less than three months at this rate. Bring it. E3's gonna be weird because Sony ain't there. Yeah. And EA Good. ain't there, so Microsoft Good. will presumably have everything. They need everything. <laughs> like, literally... They do, they do. I think Microsoft's going to have another great show. Like, Microsoft's been good for years They now, need to announce the new two, console two and loads of exclusives, and it'd be awesome. I bet they announce their... I bet, yeah, I could see them announcing their new console. Yes, that'd be fun. That'd be fun. They should. They should announce it and then release it next April. Just say fuck yeah. it. Yeah! <laughs> Just do a fucking spring launch. Screw Black Friday. Who gives a shit about Black Friday? Oof. Lots of put it out in April. Lots of lower class citizens. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, <What? laughs> Ubisoft apparently because it's what drives the fucking narrative. Of their money maker now. Ubisoft and Microsoft will buy. Will announce that they have bought Ubisoft at their E3 show. That's a get. Oh my god. 
Can you imagine? <laughs> well, what are Ubisoft going to do next? What's next? Watch Dogs 3, Watch baby. Watch Dogs 3. Two. Not an original IP. Assassin's Creed is next year. For, for Honor yeah, 2. Split gen. For Fuck you, For Honor 2. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know what they have. Uh, like, Watch Dogs 3, probably, right? Uh, God, is that... Oh, okay. I thought uh, the second one sold like shit. Nobody. Well, not... I mean, you know. Who knows? Who picked it up? Who knows with the casuals of Ubisoft? They just sell so many games. Exactly. So many But games. aside from that, like, I don't know. Splinter Cell? Oh, yeah. Uh, Bring that back. I have no idea. I have no idea what they do. Pro oh, probably do another Wildlands game. Oh, yes, you're right. That sold a lot. Yeah, that's yeah. a very good point. Oh, they've got that weird, dumb pirate game where it's like a fucking Oh, Skull Black and Bones, Wake. yeah. Black Wake, uh, Black Skull, Skull Island, Skull and Bones. Skull, Skull and Bones. It's called Skull and Bones. Skull and Bones of Thieves. Yeah, rah, pirates. Remember Sea of Thieves? Jeez. Yes. Yeah, I do. Ugh. I haven't played that game for like six months. No, I haven't I played it since. I got rid of Game Pass. So That's so depressing. Yeah. Isn't it? They still haven't done anything this year. No. What's weird is they like, had a the um, they had a resurgence of players and I know. they didn't do anything in that little like one month zeitgeist they had. <sighs> Nothing. And they were gonna uh. they were gonna put out a fucking battle royale mode. Oh, were they? They were gonna put out like a PvP only yeah. arena, which arena. still hasn't come out yet. Man, they are they. slow. I don't think we talk about that they enough. They really Not are. Not only is their direction strange, but they're really slow. Yeah. God, I thought Bungie was Every time there. I see them tweet, I'm, I should just unfollow them. Because every time they tweet, I'm like, oh, Sea of Thieves? New con and then they're like, haha, it's pirate life for me, baby. Hashtag Sea of Thieves. <laughs> it's still a video check game. Check out this beautiful fan art yeah. from... Yeah, I'm like, where's the fucking new content? It's been a year and you've added a shark. Like, <laughs> that's it. <laughs> They've added a shark and 500,000 cosmetics. Yeah. Have they? I don't even know. They they said, like, last weekend, they were like, we're having an event where you earn way more gold. And I'm like, wow, that sounds kind of interesting. Maybe they should do that permanently so you don't get 30 gold for every quest you do. Yeah. Like, God, what a fucking disaster that game is. <laughs> oh, it's so depressing. Games Maybe are bad. Maybe they're planning bad. some sort of insane relaunch I'm or something. I'm telling I don't you guys, know. Dawson, if you're listening to this, games are bad. Games dude. are There's bad, dude. Do about it, bud. Games are bad. Don't listen. They're good. Games are oh, good. Games are bad. Don't listen. Oh, games are bad. Halo is coming out on the personal oh, computer. Oh, yeah. Games, games are good. Are oh, games, games are good. Games, Dreams. Games? Mario Maker will be out in June. Games are good, boys. Okay. Games yeah. might be all there right. There we go. I games did it. Games are good. Is that it? Well, mission accomplished. Is that it? Sure. That's it. Sure. There were like seventy-five million news things that happened in the last two months, but I will be—I will be honest. This one looks. This uh -huh. podcast was a blank canvas with just a lot of paint drops all the fuck over us. We, we were here, <laughs> we were there, we were everywhere. This one, and I liked it. I don't think we missed anything except for the Epic Store, but there's nothing really new to say about the fuck Epic the store. Epic Store. Yeah, they're buying they're everything, welcome. and the store belly functions. Yeah. So that's that's. They it. have the worst fucking attitude. Fuck the Epic Store. Yeah. Well, we're gonna. Have to like, use I don't that. give a shit about launchers. Like, I'll I'll play anything on any launcher. I don't care. I've never had a problem with Origin. I don't care about UPlay. I don't fucking. It's one more click on an EA. Like, that's it. I click Origin, and then I click Apex. Done. I don't think the Epic Store the even Epic has Store. released dates yet. Probably not. Because I. <sighs> the like, for example, if I go on to... What the fuck is this? I have yeah. I remember I was looking at... I first discovered World War Z on the Epic Store, and I couldn't find where the release date was. I had to leave and go to Google to find it. 
That's always good okay. when your store doesn't have dates. Okay, yeah. one second. Let me have a look. Pre-purchase. I just... $31.99. Yeah. Everything seems really expensive in the store as well, but I'm sure that's... Yep. Mm-hmm. I don't see a real... Wait, one second. One second. Uh, Do you know that Metro Exodus isn't even a full-price game on Steam when I bought it? It was like $55 or something <laughs> when I pre-ordered it. Damn. Um, yeah. The Epic Store is just... F- yeah. There is no just... launch dates for games on it. <laughs> Unless I'm blind. Excellent. But I'm on the World War Z and I don't... I just can't see it. And it's it's, it's announced. At the bottom it says yeah, it's the, like a, the requirements. Yeah, like two weeks or something, right? Three weeks? Yeah, and it's not here. Satisfactory is out there, in two days. Let's see if there's a release date for it. No. <laughs> they don't have a release date for games. Unbelievable. That's just text. Oh, wait, wait. Early Access launches March 19th. Okay, I see it. Oh, there you Satisfactory's go. Satisfactory's gone. All right, Epic Store redeemed. They have launch dates. Hmm. World War it's Z redeemed. does not have it, though. All right, they don't have it. Okay, fuck it. Oh, shit, hit my mic. Careful. Yeah. Uh, the, their whole approach is just bad. Yeah, it sucks. Like, it's just... And I hate that, like, no one... I feel like the public, like, the consumers are calling them out on it, and no one else... Like, you don't see any media being like... All they say is, like, competition is so good. And yeah, it's like, well, yeah, of course. Com- competition is good. is good. Great. Yeah. I agree. 100%. That is a statement I can agree with. That's yeah. a statement everyone Epic said before is... we looked at the store. Exactly. <laughs> Epic is not competing, though. They have launched a shitty, underdeveloped store, and then they have said, we're going to pay developers huge amounts of money to only sell on our store. Fuck you, buy it on our store. Yeah. That's the that's the extent of it. That is not competition. Competition is, I can buy The Division 2 on Steam, I can buy it on Uplay, or I can buy it on the Epic Store. And the Epic Store is appealing because... dot dot dot. Oh, I don't know. They have no... Like, that would be competition, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, the Epic Store has paid Ubisoft a chunk of change, so now they can sell for 30% off Mm -hmm. on day one. Mm -hmm. It's like, great, I would probably do that if I had to pay for the division, which I didn't. Uh, But, like, you know, if it was cheaper and they had cloud saves and, like, you know, sure. But instead, it's like, it's literally not competing in any consumer-friendly way. It literally is just, we are doing this to benefit ourselves epic is doing this to benefit epic and the developers and that's it and there is literally no pro consumer incentives to buy on the epic store which is like not competing yeah <laughs> like it's ridiculous. at least it's so off of the basic requirements that steam offer because then it's not yeah. at least that then it's not anti-consumer but at the moment it is anti-consumer because we get less support there's no reviews there's no cloud saves yeah. at the moment either. There's no cloud saves. Like, they only just rolled out regional pricing, like, a month ago. And know? obviously no, like, community support and stuff like that. No mods. Or... Yeah. So, yeah. And, like, but just also the fact of, like, we're just paying to have it to ourselves. Yeah. Like, that's just completely fucking stupid. And, like, all the developers that get interviewed are like, we love it. Competition's great. And it's like, of course you love it. You have a huge epic check in your pocket. Yeah. Like, yeah. But, like, I don't, I, and I don't think, you know, I don't think most people are on board with the Epic Store. You know? Not anymore. I'm sure there are lots of, like, 12-year-olds who have never heard of Steam that just play Fortnite and are cool with getting these free games every now and then. But I don't think even they care that much because mm-hmm. they just want to play Fortnite. Yeah. And everyone else is like, 
there's like 350 million Steam users that are like, we've been using Steam for a decade and despite its problems, it's still the best around mm-hmm. in every conceivable way. Like the UI is fast and functional. Yeah. It has reviews. It has good sales. There are Steam cloud support, you know, cloud safe for everyone. There's extensive mod support built in. There's forum threads. There's community guides. Listen, like friends I'm list. saying it. Steam is good. People can moan Steam about... Steam is mostly good, except for when they let Rape Day yeah, on their it's... fucking store. Listen, Steam is full of garbage, but just don't click on it. Yeah. Yeah. You know, the world's full of garbage. Steam has problems, but they're mainly just <laughs> curation problems. You know, lots of things are full of garbage. You don't have to engage yeah. with the garbage, though. As like, on an end user experience, Steam is pretty damn good. Yeah. I like Steam. Um, Lots of sales as well. Yeah, and I... I yeah. It serves fuck, its purpose Epic well. can fuck off yeah. with all their shit of being like... Especially when they did it with Metro Exodus, like two weeks before the fucking game came out. And it's a pure that game. That was a game that was like... That was a series that came to life because of Steam sales. Yeah. Right? Has a very hardcore audience on the PC are probably only wanting to use Steam. And then they're, the publisher of the game is like, well, yeah, we signed a deal. The developers didn't even get a say Yeah, in they didn't it. even Fuck know. You. We're, we're going to Epic. And it's like, did they... Th- Epic just seems like they're going with the most high and mighty approach and thinking that consumers are fucking idiots. Mm, yeah. And we'll just do what they're told, which has been proven to be not the case over the last couple of years. Well, their business model with Fortnite's been, we will give it to them and they will love it. Like, that's what their yeah. entire thing has been. Like, they all of their stuff has been based on no creative input from the from the people who play their game the most. So it's just I like, kinda, oh yeah, yeah. they the Fortnite model is starting to get a little bit sneaky and slippery recently. Mm. Like the newest thing was uh, the ripoff of the newest Overwatch character, and they stole, or they are in the process of stealing quite a lot of functionality from Apex. And I'm not... Well, know, it's almost like Fortnite itself was stolen from PUBG. That's true. I mean, business huh. is business. You know, people can, yeah. you know, do what you got to do. But before that, they seemed like kind of creative and on top of everything and leading the charge. And now they're just... Oh, very suddenly, they've just been stealing <laughs> ideas from yeah, everyone they've, else. They've uh, turned heel, you could say. They really have. They really very have. Very quickly like, as well. And it's not in the, like, fun anthem way. It's in the, like... EA loot box way of like they're just giving everyone a middle finger and saying fuck you buy our thing you idiot you slob buy our thing moron another evil corporation has entered the midst yep what a shock whatever I don't give a shit about Fortnite and there is still yet to be a game that I've had to buy on this on on the Epic Game Store so I I don't even have it installed on my computer right now it's where I I bought Metro yeah yeah I I pre-ordered it like a week before they announced it was moving because I just, you know, I was going to buy that game, like, obviously, yeah. so I just ordered it and uh, got lucky, I guess. So I played that on Steam and it was perfectly normal and nice. Uh, yeah, I paid that on never... Epic Store and I had issues. <laughs> well, really? that game definitely has some oh, okay, the game weird... Itself. It's got some weird problems. Uh, yeah, good game, though. A little bit technically messy, but... Whatever. Yeah. Whatever. Fuck you, yeah, Epic. Fuck Do something good that makes me actually want to use your store and say instead of giving me a middle finger and saying, You wanna play the new game from fucking from fucking Supergiant? You gotta pay it play it here or, or that's it. And it's like, well, I'll just wait, thanks. Mm. Uh, whatever. I don't I don't care. Games much. are bad, man. 
games are, games are bad. bad. Games before are bad. we before we sign off, boys, uh, what should I name my Togepi? Togepi. What? Oh, Pokemon. Yeah, I've been playing Pokemon. This uh, Togepiss. Call him Charizard. <laughs> That's better. <laughs> Togepiss fits. Togepiss it is. Are you excited to use the Bethesda launcher to play Rage Two when it comes out? Uh, That'll be fun. I don't think I have be that able to buy it on Steam. <laughs> no, I don't either. <laughs> Can't wait to have to play fucking Doom from the Bethesda launcher. Uh, I love launchers, man. Line them up. I love launchers. I want one per How game. About that, how about that Fallout 76, huh? Gonna play that expansion, wait, Joe? In, wait, that oh. expansion came out and I heard nothing. nothing. No, I didn't even know what wait, was out. It out? I, I think, was like, oh, it's, I think it's out. It is, it is, it is. Okay. When they announced it the other day, it's out out now. That was their announcement. Uh, it's fucked. The Appalachian... And, oh, and they delayed it a day. <laughs> what does a day do in sounds... game development? What can you do in one day? I don't know, dude. They like how bad are things going, dude? That you got to delay things one day. Your like, your dozens of players are looking forward to one thing, and you can't fucking execute it when you say. You're I have execute. never seen someone in the game industry delay something by a day. You yeah. can't do anything in a day. No. Nothing. <laughs> yeah, I think it is out, right? I don't know. Yeah. I'm on the Reddit and I still can't yeah, tell. It is. I do believe it is out. Yeah. <laughs> Who the fuck knows? I named. Yeah, release date delayed by one day. That was five days ago, though. Games are my, bad, man. I named my rival Storple. Hell yeah! I don't know what that means, but hell yeah! I have two badges so far. Oh, nice. Oh, it's like a season of content. So the first thing of the season started the other day yes yeah. gotta have a roadmap boys gotta have a roadmap can, can you imagine still playing fallout 76 uh i don't can want to Did, a lot of things remember that guy about... like two weeks ago that got banned because he hit like 999 rounds of ammo because he played the game as it was fucking designed <laughs> he had too much ammo so he got banned yeah. <laughs> it's for the best it's for the best it's yeah. for his own good. Yeah, gotta save some people like from seven hundred hours or something. Yeah, Nine hundred. Really it was. They really did save him from himself. God. Nine hundred hours. hours. That game came out four months ago, by the way. Nine hundred hours. I can't believe that there's not going to be a new Bethesda game studio game for like another four years as well. Like they're going to live with the ghost of Fallout seventy six yeah. until Starfield comes out. Sky yeah, Sky Starfield Rock is. Just gonna be absolutely piss. You heard it Starfield's gonna come out after Outer Worlds has come out as yeah. well. God, it needs to be what? good. Uh, does Bethesda have an E3 conference this year? Oh, what the hell would they I talk wonder. about? Blades on the iOS. Holy Doom fuck. again, but I feel like they don't need to show Doom. No, they showed four, 40 hours of it at the last conference. Yeah. The whole game twice, to be honest. Yeah. Uh,. Yeah, games are bad. Cancel E3. Yeah. Just cancel C E3. Cancel games? It's a waste of time. No, don't do okay. that. Do Halo's still coming out. Oh, yeah, Halo. Games are good. Games are good. <laughs> we should end Yeah, we end it on games are good. Ben, say something. Thanks. I think yeah. we can all agree games yeah, are Thanks so much good. for listening um, to our completely cohesive, coherent, yeah. um, streamlined, efficient uh, podcast. Um, if you enjoyed the podcast, make sure you leave it a review because um, we're on iTunes now. I'm assuming that's where this is primarily and going to be. Probably on Spotify. Maybe not until the next review roundup is when I'll have that figured cool. out. I don't know if I'll do that between now and when this goes up. But. If you're listening to us, make sure that you 
pimp us out on the medium in which you are consuming our product. Indeed. Um, Indeed. That would be very much appreciated as we will try and be doing these, I think, every month. Yeah, give us a five star on the Epic Store, please. Yeah, give us give us <laughs> give us sixty nine V stars. We'll pay you seventy dollars to read us a good good review score. Yeah. Rate us, so, yeah, rate us a new play. That was yeah. a joke. Um, <laughs> rate us on LimeWire. <laughs> yes. Oh, no. Uh, don't tell my dad, but I'm on LimeWire. Yeah, don't tell my dad. Make sure you yeah find a good version of this audio on BearShare. And you got to turn Safe Search off to find our yeah. podcast because it's marketing. And don't, yeah, don't ring my landline when I'm playing this. Yeah, don't it. call my landline while I'm downloading. Don't a- walk in. I'm on LimeWire. I'm naked. Don't come in. <laughs> don't don't come in. I'm downloading one song at three mega three three kilobytes a second. <laughs> I'm downloading Team America. Taking me four days. Oh, that's porn. That's definitely porn. <laughs> oh god. Oh no, that's a dog. Oh, that's a. Li- oh, oh no. Two girls, oh, one what? No, no. Huh? One woof? Huh? Oh, one doggo? No. Um, anyway, yeah, I'm Ben. And end this before I'm, we say something really regrettable. My name is, uh, Ben. My, my name is Ben 2. My name is Ben 3. Thank you so much Thanks for joining for us for my Ben, my Ben, and me. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> we'll see you next time.